You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, what's up? This is Frank Zuma from Sum 41, and you're checking out the We Podcast and the things we know. <laughs> close. <laughs> so close. You right? guys have to use that one. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 127 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. I am in a house filled with germs and viruses. <coughs> On cue. You're going to hear that a lot today. I'm going to cough. I'm going to sneeze. Ugh, it's been a rough one. We are two days behind schedule right now. This is Monday, March 25th. Usually record on Saturdays. I texted Sam at 5 o'clock in the morning on Saturday saying, emergency, emergency, suspension. Cancel, cancel. <laughs> we cannot do the show today. Baby's sick. I'm sick. Uh, so I appreciate you being so cool. The the risk that I am taking to be here. And coming over after work on a Monday. But we had to bring you an episode uh, as we always do. We never skip unless it's a, on a hiatus. <laughs> oh, <we're> <laughs> unless it's six weeks at a time, we yeah. never skip. Yeah, we try not to. Except for our second week back from hiatus when we skipped. Um, but that's what happens. Yeah. Such is life. We now. do it live, baby. Yeah, we sure do. But anyway, episode 127. We got a ton to talk about today, although I just don't feel like talking. <laughs> oh, my God. And I said the best damn voice in the business. What I should say is the best damn groomsman in the business. If you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time, but be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your audible goodness. Make sure to leave a rating and review. It helps the show grow, and it takes like a minute to do. We read them all on the air. Just remember... You can find links to our show, links to our social media, links to our store, our Patreon, everywhere uh, that you could possibly think at wepodcastandweknowthings.com. All one word, as a matter of fact. Wepodcastandweknowthings.com. Links to everything. Go around. Just click everything. Just start clicking. Eventually, you're going to find stuff from us. So You'll get lucky and find the right button. <laughs> and that button will be a $100 patron, uh, <laughs> which we appreciate. Links to that, too, is in this description. So like wherever you're listening, just remember that you can just go right in the episode description on your cell phone, iPad, computer, wherever you're listening to it, and just give, boom, we got hyperlinks to it all. And you can check it out. But we are part of the Weeby Geeks podcast network. That is WeebyGeeksPC.com. Check out all the awesome Awesome shows on the Weeby Geeks Network, as well as the ESO Network, our good friends over there that take great care of us at the ESO Network, that is ESOnetwork.com, used to be ESOPodcast.com, but now it's ESOnetwork.com, 20-something other shows over there as well to check out. Outside of just listening to us, you can listen to them too. We have a jam-packed show for you today. We have trivia. We finally think we're going to get an answer today. Greg may have, may or may not have asked me this question, but I just came across this question, and I have to ask 127 it. episodes, and I don't think we've ever repeated maybe we did one time i'm starting right now we have a couple of big stories and then we're gonna start in the movie section after that it's a pretty lengthy movie section today we got tv uh, a break for an ad for the eso network and then uh, the gaming which sam will take over we have our top three this week in the music space uh then we're gonna kick it to some comics with sam spotlight on a comic book um and then our patrons sh- uh, shout out to the week our picks of the week and then we'll be out of here so we have a lot to go through today but before we get into the trivia and start the show anytime sam and i go to a show we usually do a recap of it and usually i would do that in the music section but because this show is pretty special just wanted to give a shout out to uh david earl 
who put on emo night at MVP Sports Bar last Saturday night in Vineland, New Jersey, a clean hour and a half drive from where we stand right now. Um, and we went to see Everyone Knows, Serge, Sergio Nello's band, and it was an awesome, awesome show. Did I, they play it, it from front to bottom? I Almost. Okay. I wanted – I thought it was starting at 9 because yeah. that's what the flyer said, 9 o'clock. No, no. Emo night started at nine. They went on at like eleven. Uh, and, and originally, you, 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 t- or you text me like, ah. Originally, I was like Tuesdays in the eighties. I was home by eight. Yeah. Or no, I was in bed by eight and home, home by, by 11. eleven. Oh, but now I was like, I looked at my wife and said, "Honey, it's gonna be a long night because we got there at six. Yeah, and, so, and it was a long night. So we were like, shit. We got three hours before they even go on. So like, oh man, how are we gonna kill this time? But then seven o'clock comes. Serge walks in. So he's hanging out with us for a couple hours. That's before. cool. He actually ended up hanging with us the whole time. Yeah. Um, the other dudes in the bands brought their wives. So we're hanging out with them the whole time. We made some new friends. Yeah. Ash met the wives. So she's having a ball with them, having shots and just having a good time overall. Um, and then um, just they, they just rocked it. Yeah. Um, took some videos, took some photos, put them up on the Instagram. So if you want to check that out again, we podcast and we know things. All one word at the Instagram. But I do have – Five CDs yep. that Sam was awesome enough to purchase um, that we're going to give away. So we're going to come up with some way to do it and think about it. But we have the merchandise. So we're going to actually give away five copies of Teller Be Told, Sergio Nello's debut solo yep. record of his project, Everyone Knows. you got to listen to it if you have Spotify. Support him on iTunes, Bandcamp, wherever you can get your audible goodness there. But we got five physical copies. Should have had him sign them. It's what I, in retrospect. Yeah. But hey, you, you weren't yeah, – your mind wasn't there. You were there for the show and you – know. Yeah, and it was an awesome show. And usually we're like, oh, I played this, but just rocked it. Yeah, um, awesome. I was about this close, yeah. like where we sit. You can't get any closer, no, unless I you were literally in Serge's life. I was up in his business. <laughs> uh, but it was a great show, great time. He had another show on Saturday night at a house show. Yeah, I in, couldn't make it. In, um, he gave me the dress and all. Like, in so Sicklerville. Couldn't make it work. Sicklerville is where we got married, Ash and I. Yeah. So That's Another far drive. Which is another far drive. Yeah. Uh, but awesome show. Got a hotel room, so we didn't have to worry about drinking and driving. It was yeah. a good time. Yeah. Stayed the night. First night away without the baby. That was weird. Yeah. Woke up at 5 in the morning. We looked at each other like, we should go get the yeah. baby. And then we fell back asleep. Jesus. <laughs> left at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I left the hotel. Good for you guys. Yeah, it was a good time. And I really enjoyed it. Happy to be home though. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into the trivia. It's 10.5 for Sam, 9.5 for me. First to 11. Win yeah. by two. What do you got? I'm, I'm going first because I'm pretty sure you asked this. Because I, 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 I got the – like I always take quizzes and – Questions I either get wrong or right that I like and I go with. What is the name of the fruit collected by Crash Bandicoot? Ooh, I'm, uh, oh, I'm because growing up they were apples, but they were not. They're not apples. Um, I'm gonna need the choices, but I think I'm gonna get it right. I never asked. Yes, yeah, this. yeah, I know. I never. I never. Okay, asked so it's A mango fruit, B guava fruit, oh, C shit. apple fruit, D wampa fruit. Wampa fruit. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'll, but hey, it's only half a point. But that was my only hope. I was like, well, my hope is he needs the answers and he gets it right and he gets a half a point. So literally exactly what I thought. But with that being said, I'm now at 10. Even if you get it right straight away yep. and it's only 11.5, you're only up by a point yeah. and a half. So I have bought myself another yeah. week. Well, I, I'm a, a bad track record of getting um, questions right. This, this ain't easy. Right. <clears throat> You'll be in the ballpark or get it right. So it's not like you're going to okay. tell. There's a very limited amount of options for the answer. All right. But it's a got? tough question. Sam, in what year did Travis Barker join Blink-182? I know that answer, Greg. Oh, do you really? <laughs> I, you know your other question? That I, had to, I had two questions for Greg. His other question was, what was the first Blink-182 album Travis Barker appeared on? Well, that's Enema of the State. Well, <coughs> That's the year he joined the band. Uh, 
there only could be two answers. Uh, what's your answer then? Tell me the answer. <sighs> Tell me the answer. See, now it's a trick question. Uh, it's not. I promise you it's not. I would say 99. Is that your final answer? Yeah. I don't know. We got. I told you before we're stopping final answers, but we still. Yeah, but it's like a habit. It's ninety. I'll, I'll go with ninety nine because that's I did my research last night. Right, but you're wrong. It's nineteen ninety eight. Because yeah. remember, just because the record came out in ninety nine, yeah. they recorded I, I, I figured. it. They recorded it back yeah. in nineteen ninety eight. It came out June first, nineteen ninety nine. That was his first record, yeah. but he technically joined the band in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. So well, you go, good thing I didn't ask that question. I went with Crash. But ten point <laughs> five to ten. G Hall can take a lead. I should have went with 98. I kind of, I shouldn't have. God damn it. You got to think about it. It takes a while to record and release yeah. a record. It's not an overnight thing unless you're yeah. me and you record I just went with the, the record because that's when it came out. June uh, 1st, 1999 is the first t- record. Now, if I said what was, what year did, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. But what year did the yeah, record Technically, come out? he joined in 1998. Pissed. All right. 10.5 to 10. It feels good to say We're, a different number yeah, it does. than 9.5. I am in double digits on my crown and quest for my first ever trivia <laughs> championship. Sam is the two-time trivia One champion, day. and he's looking to go three-peat. He's got the edge still. He's got a .5 edge, but there is I lost guaranteed. my edge. I'm dull right now. Guaranteed we're going trivia at least two more weeks because it's only a yeah. .5 difference here. So this is a good thing. <clears throat> and, matter of fact, three more weeks for me because even if I win two in a row, I'm still yeah. only up a point and a half. Thank God. So we're going to be here for a while. What is first? Game of Thrones ends or a trivia challenge ends? I don't know the answer yeah. to that I would question. like to think the trivia ends before Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some big stories. Google has jumped into the gaming ring. Actually, Apple has two. So we're going to kind of lump these together. Apple announced Apple Arcade, which is uh, basically an original games platform on iOS services. It's not really that big of a deal. It's not like they're going to bring God of War to your iPad. You can already kind of do that with Sony. But it is all original titles yeah. for them, smaller titles. But the big story is Google jumping into the gaming ring with the announcement of Stadia. Uh, first, thing, first thing I read was like, Stevia? <laughs> Everybody, dude. I, <laughs> I was like, what? I wrote Stevia probably 6,000 times and was like, that's already a thing. <laughs> I want to watch Breaking Bad. Um, but yeah, Stevia yeah. is like what I always want to call it. It's yeah. Stadia. Um, Walmart might jump in too from rumors about a streaming gaming service or what have you, but this is not a console. So let's kind of nix what this is. Yeah. Stadia is not a new console that I'm going to have on my shelf. Yeah. It is a controller. That's what you yeah. get. And it actually has the Konami code on the yeah. back. Which is a, yeah. a nice. I, I saw touch. some pictures on Twitter. I mean, it looks it looks cool. <laughs> like I was like, okay, like okay. It's it's got its ups and its downs, right? Like this is a full streaming service. So what Stadia is is you have a controller. It's connected to the internet. You can stream games at 1084K. Um, eventually, it's going to be 5K. Hopefully, you have whatever, a strong Wi-Fi. 1260, whatever the yeah. new, whatever it is. Yeah. But that's the key, yeah. is hopefully you have a good internet connection. So I went online and did a little bit of research of the amount of households that have broadband or higher internet. I think it's like 73% of Americans Most, have okay. access to broadband but internet. still, you're cutting off people. Now, now, broadband internet is only considered 25 megabits, which mine here is 1,000 megabits per second. That's what yeah. I have. Now, granted... 25 is enough, yeah. right? But if you want to, let's say, stream, let's just keep using God of War because yeah. it's just a beautiful game. Yeah. If you want to stream God of War at 4K, 1080p, 60 frames per second. I'm sorry, not 1080p. I keep saying 4K, 1080p. Yeah. It's literally yeah, I'm saying what? 4K, 60 frames <laughs> yeah, per yeah. second. And then yeah. 5 key, I think they said 120 frames per second. I think that's the, okay. the big win. So if I want to do 4K, 60 on God of War, 
out of my 25 megs available, that's going to eat up significant yeah, bandwidth. I was like, it's gone. <laughs> for Ashley to watch yeah, Netflix yeah. or for the, my daughter to go on her little tablet and whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. So you just have to make sure that you're in an area with really solid internet connection. And I would anticipate the the lag, the drop frames, the input delay. Yeah. And for me as a gamer, specifically a speedrunner who's very specific and precise with his controls, I cannot hit B and have B happen a second later. I need almost instant, yeah. I press a button and whatever happens. In the I mean... I, I like where they're going. It's something different. Like I don't think anything else came out like this before. That, a, a, a pure streaming yeah. platform? No. I mean, there I, have been. Like, I mean, you know, but I like that they're they're taking a chance. I I like that. You know, yeah. Google's you know one of the most popular. Yeah, like the Nintendo Switch last year, they brought Resident Evil Seven to the Switch. Yeah, but it was streamed. Yeah, it was cloud version, and so you had to stream it, and it was a freaking nightmare. Yeah, people were pissed. People were yeah. trying to stream it, and it was just shit and uh, show it off and it didn't run well and that's kind of what I see now to the opposite I'm seeing a lot of people testing it I'm seeing a lot of yeah. people on Twitter saying I got to play a test build of it I got I, to I play heard people like giving it love and they gave it some yeah. love so yeah. but you have to remember those people were probably ethernet yeah, thousand yeah. megs per second, saying, or their sponsors like yeah. they have to say like and, and again this is a thousand this has to be something that I, I don't know can you plug a controller or whatever maybe it'll come with a little box to, to whatever stream on. Well, it has, you, to, come, it has you, to come with something. Can, it might be just the controller. I don't know. It could probably yeah. have all that stuff in the controller. But can you plug it Ethernet directly into your modem router combo? Like, can you plug my modem, my thousand K yeah. or my thousand meg modem into the device? Because that's how I play my PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, online. they could have some type of you know attachment or something that you can do that. Yeah, I, I just have to imagine that like if you play this on Wi-Fi, out of my thousand megabits per second, when I'm on Wi-Fi, I get like one twenty. I get like well, one ten. But then you got to think. Ashley's phone's on Wi-Fi. Right. I'm Maybe sorry. someone else is over here using her Wi-Fi. That's what I meant earlier. You, you know. That's what I meant earlier. Like, if she wants to watch Netflix and the baby wants on the tablet and I want to stream There's God no of way War, you're going to be able to do it's, it. It's going to be a difficult thing. And, and I don't want to play God of War ugly when I have a PS4 sitting there. You don't want to go back to the gunbound leg. So, oh, my goodness. So, like, who is this for, is, I guess, is my question. Because I would say majority of people who identify themselves as gamers either have a PC yeah. or a console. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody out there who's like, I'm a hardcore gamer. What do you play? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, who is this for, and what audience does this tap into? I mean, I, I would like to – I guess if, if you have good Wi-Fi, I think it's for everyone, and the price point's not crazy. I don't know what the price point is. That's another yeah, thing. They, they, they didn't the mention that. Point. They but didn't like, even mention a release date. Let me ask you this. You're a console guy. Like, you yeah. like PS4, yeah. right? You, I'll get PS5 when it comes out. Would you play this over your PS4? Probably not. Right. Just because – I mean, I, but again, I could have – Left PlayStation years ago and jumped on the Xbox train when, like, mm-hmm. most of PlayStation people did. I know so mm-hmm. many people that left PlayStation, went to Xbox. I know people that went to Xbox, came back to PlayStation, back to Xbox. Now they're at Nintendo Switch. It, I mean, it As depends. they should be. You, you know, I'm not going to argue that, but it's like – and I think a lot of people are, like, completists. You see a lot of people, like, you know, I mean, collectors where I have every game of this system. I have every system that ever came out. Yeah. I think it's just one, a collector. They're going to pick it up no matter what. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's not going to be – Here's five hundred dollars for a Wi-Fi room. It's probably going to be like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, whatever. And I don't think it's going to be more than that. I just it can't be. I just wonder, like, the target audience because everybody it's, that I know has. I think a console. That this they would to me is more on. for the younger audience rather than jumping in. If you know, you get a PlayStation Four, or Xbox One for your kid who's maybe like four. You know what I mean? Just plays like I could see this being like. The PC gamer, right? Who has the controller? Yeah. They hook it up Bluetooth to their computer, so like they have it. They're playing on their computer screen. Computer screens nowadays can give you unbelievable fidelity, yeah. graphical fidelity, and frame rate. So 
uh, or, or I'm sorry, refresh rate. So it's like you, I can imagine that like this is the replacement for the PC gamer. And, and you maybe I can like, totally see that. Maybe if you have a laptop, you, you're you're on the plane or something, you could kind of like you're playing kind of like on the go type of deal. But yeah, you ain't gonna stream at 4K 1080 on the plane. That Wi-Fi you're well, unless, you, unless plane, you have a that Wi-Fi you got to buy on the plane ain't gonna yeah. cut it. I would, you well, that or you have like mode. um what do they call it? like a hotspot. Hot you got to turn it on airplane mode though. Yeah, well, I mean, some planes do have Wi-Fi you yeah. got to buy. I, I don't know. Like, for me, okay, if I'm going to go stream, I don't need to play God of War on the plane. I got to switch yeah, so that I can exactly, play Sonic exactly, for yeah. a half hour. Yeah. So, like, I just struggle with how many units is this thing going to move? Who is it really for? And is it too late? Like, I, I wouldn't say it's too late. They just have to – to me, this is going to be the younger audience. This is going to be – Cheap where parents don't have to go out and buy a system for two fifty plus dollars. I mean, here's here's a, a controller. Maybe it's fifty seventy five dollars. Maybe here's all these games you get. You could download all this stuff, all this free stuff. Maybe you you, you pay like a subscription service for, for like a free Game Pass or something. It. I, I sit here and I say, <clears throat> like, there's too the, much out there. Google says that this is going to be more powerful than Xbox One X. And PS4 Pro combined, which is a ridiculous statement. Yeah, that's a crazy statement. It's not. It's impossible because you're not delivering a console. Yeah, you're delivering a, a stream. Yeah. So, like, if my internet connection is really, really good, no shit, it's going to look yeah. better yeah. because I'm going to be able to stream at 4K. Yeah, and then 5K eventually. 5K 120. Right now, it's already right around the corner. Right now, when I when I see something in 4K 60, 4K 120, sometimes yeah. I'm like, it looks like it's jumping off the screen. Yeah. Like it, I, Shit, I I still like my 1080 Blu-ray. Like I'm still like, oh, I love my picture quality. Uh, so for, like to me, I don't know. Like I'm yeah, I love graphics and all that stuff. It's great, but I am I am a gamer for the experience, not so much the aesthetic. Yeah, eh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, I I don't blame them for trying something new. Like it's not out yet. I, beat it, beat everyone to the punch. You know, if this thing comes out with low latency. Not a lot of frame drop, not a lot of input lag, because again, that to me is a killer. If I hit X on a PlayStation controller yeah, and shit don't happen yeah. for a second, yeah, that is so noticeable. Yeah. Um, I remember very, very quickly when I was over at my brother-in-law's <clears throat> and he had <clears throat> downloaded Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. on his Wii U virtual console and he was, and I just learned how to speed run, yeah. right? So I think I was at like 519, I think was my PB at that time, and... I was like, yeah, dude, like I just I just finally beat it in five minutes and nineteen seconds. He goes, You can't do it here. Like challenged me in his yeah, basement. Yeah. So I was like, bring it on, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I get it and I'm playing it and I hit A to jump over a prana plane. And Mario took two steps before he jumped. Two full and, 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 and that changed the whole gameplay. The whole game. And you couldn't do it. And that, you probably couldn't get there. Speedrunning Mario was almost a rhythm game. Yeah. If something happens when it, during my play that I doesn't normally happen, it throws me off. Yeah. I'm so used to timing, yeah. mental like yeah. what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, um, shit. When you have it, muscle memory. Muscle memory. I'm so used to the muscle memory of when to push yeah. the button. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Audio cue, visual cue. Da, 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 yeah. da. And so I'm over there. I hit B to jump or the to A to jump over the piranha plane. He takes two full big ass Mario steps and then jumps and he got, and I, I just got smoked by the piranha plane. And I was like, Joe, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, come to my house. <laughs> like, I'll say exactly. Yeah. Like fuck this. So he came over one time and I didn't get quite to five nineteen, but. I was like, you get it. I'm not yeah. fucking with you, dude. 
but anyway, I, that's what I really like. I struggle to find the audience. I struggle to 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 find the. I just I think we're too old <clears> for this. I think it, this is for a younger audience. I think everything is for a younger audience that you and I talk about on the show. I don't know, like Devil May Cry. That's <laughs> no no young audience. God of War is no young audience. You know what I mean? Like okay, maybe Bioshock <clears throat> is for the younger audience. I can see that. What? Uncharted. <laughs> You know, maybe not Bioshock. My guys, my games are a little more mature than your games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what Bioshock's about? No, I know, just kidding. Yeah, Uncharted. Okay, I think I was thinking of Ratchet and Clank. Maybe <laughs> if you knew what Bioshock I was, was about, I was, I, was, I was thinking of Ratchet. Yeah, and Clank. there there are needles and people get their faces drilled off. That'd be fine. I, I don't know if you know, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, it's just like. What games are going to be available? Like, what third-party games? Who is going to jump in on that? I mean, but I'm interested to, he- to hear more information, more news, like some, see, to see some gameplay, games, a price point, a release date. If Google if, – if I live in a world where at E3 2019, instead of a Sony conference, I'm getting a Google conference. When the, I, would, I would crack up. I, I don't want to live in that. I don't want to live in that world, and I have a feeling that Stadia. And is we will be have talking about that for next next week. Yeah, and, and I have a I have a feeling that Stadia is going to have a presence at E3. Also, um, yeah, in about a half hour, yeah. the thing we've been looking forward to very much this week happens. So we're going to cover that later. We'll talk about it in the gaming section. But Apple has come out with their own streaming service. It's called Apple TV Plus. Um, this is their answer to Netflix: a ton of original yeah. content. I mean, I'm so, like, I'm kind of shocked that it took them this long to do. Just knowing that they have a boatload of money, I have a theory. Okay, it takes a long time to create. Yeah, shows. And, and, and that's and I was okay. They're they're building up. They don't want to announce anything until they have everything. You know, all their ducks in a row, as they say. Yeah, because it's launching this fall, and they already have a bunch of shows lined up for it. So, what are you going to do? Announce it. Um, a year ago, and they're yeah. like, "All right, coming fall nineteen because in the year and a half, a million people things are going to come yeah. out, yeah. and people are going to forget yeah. about it." So here's the the kind of uh, there are there are twenty five shows planned for this thing. Um, you have Steven Spielberg has a new Amazing Stories reboot. Um, you have it's got a big name attached, so that's the, already they're off to a good start. You have uh, Kumail Nanjani's oh, cool. Little America. You have Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve Carell's The Morning Show. Oprah's involved as a she signed a Damn, they're bringing all the heavy hitters. J.J. Abrams and Sarah Bareilles' Little Voice. Jason Momoa and Alfred Woodward's C, which is a sci-fi show. Jason Momoa's starring in it as well. He looks vicious um, in it. Um, Like they're gonna, their plan is. You have my attention already. Their plan is to say, here is a boatload of amazing original content. You and I, for a year now, have said so and so has signed up for an exclusive deal with. Apple, yeah, and we look at each other like, what the fuck is yeah. Apple? But now we have yeah. a platform for that. So coming this fall, no price point, no release date at this time. This announcement happened about thirty-five yeah. minutes ago. So like, we are very unsure about it. So like, what you're hearing now is we had extremely we had yeah. first impressions. Yeah. There there might be articles that come out later tonight with more detail and depth that you won't get here because we were literally almost kind of breaking this. Yeah. Um, it's happened super, super quick. So there are just a, a few of the shows that are coming there, 25 original shows, and they're going to obviously bring more to that. But to have another place to watch original content's awesome. I don't own an Apple TV. Either they're going to have an app. Yeah, so the course. app will be available on all your iOS yeah. devices. It'll be available on Amazon Fire Stick, yep. um, Roku, and Samsung, LG, Sony, and I think... I can't remember the other smart TV. So we're going to be able to like yeah. get it on our smart TV. So I have like so three I, of the things you just named, so I'm good. Right, so I can I can get the service. Yeah. Man, for me, another subscription and, service. And that's all it is now. Everything I hear is like, oh, not another one. All these cord cutters, by the time you're done paying for all your subscription services, you're almost at your cable price anyway. That's just like, granted, I have cable yeah. and all these yeah. services, so I'm like sh- yeah. shit in my bed twice, but 
Uh, I listen, just like DC Universe, I was out. I wasn't going to get DC yeah. Universe because yeah. I don't give a shit about half the content yeah. on there. And then the original content was going to be the thing that got me. And then I watched Titans and I was like, it is totally yeah. worth it. And Eight now bucks. it's just getting better yeah. and better and better. So I think that's the kind of approach I have to take with this. Yeah. Let me see the shows that come out. Let me watch an episode Give it or a two, chance. Give it a chance and then make your kind of make yeah. your description, make your decision. I think that's the – everyone's going to yeah. do that. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, but just more subscription services to keep your uh, eye out on. Apple TV Plus, not to be confused with Disney Plus, also coming this year, I believe, around the fall time. So lots of tech I guess, to start the show. Let's dive into the movie section, Sam. We have a couple reviews, a couple trailers, and a bunch of stories. We're going to start it off with the review for Shazam. Oh, yeah. And they've, and they've been good. <clears throat> they have been strong. Early impressions have Thank been good. God. And this review should not let you down. Sam, Shazam is a lot of fun, and it further proves how in the wake of the success of Wonder Woman and Aquaman, DC's future uh, movie future is indeed bright. Zachary Levi was born to play this superpowered man-child, yeah. delivering lots of laughs along with sarcastic but amiable co-star Jack Dylan Grazer. After an awkward and obligatory opening, the latter three-quarters pack some big surprises for comic buffs and offer enough mainstream appeal to win over new fans. While Dr. Savannah tri- uh, ties in nicely with the themes of how adults can influence children, the villain is ultimately little more than a means to an end for a story of a boy who must learn what it takes to be a superman. 85. 88. Dude, that's solid. That's so, dude, a full, that's, a full point, half a point higher than DC has finally the, uh, original. Hopefully, right all their wrongs and I have to. Re- I, I just said something wrong. This is the original Captain Marvel who had a point five higher than the new Captain Marvel film, which I believe scored an eight point three at good old IGN. Yep. But just another great review. And I DC think that, needed it. And listen, when this movie comes out next week, next week I'm, I'll be there. We'll both Saturday. see it yeah. the the first weekend. I think I'm not, probably going to see it probably after the, for the podcast. I won't be able to make it. <clears> and, that, and that's the thing, like now yeah. with with the new structure for you, it's probably yeah. tougher to see the Friday yeah, movie. I can't. Which is <laughs> fine. We sometimes do the the first impression, but the movies, the amount of movies that I see on opening night are smaller. Yeah. So usually it's just your first impressions, yeah. and then usually by that second week I see it. So that's just what we're going to do anyway. Yeah. The week after Shazam comes out, just like we did with oh, yeah. Captain Marvel. We'll and give it, our full impression. And it gives more people to, to kind of you know see it, understand, rather than just kind of skip when we give the little spoilers. Yeah, so Shazam, look forward to it because uh, apparently it's just scoring off the charts. And it's going to – apparently it's tracking to do really well. So I hope again, it keeps going up because I thought it tracked a little low. So it, I, you know, I thought like 35, 40. So I think we I think we do better than that. And it's just, just another notch in the belt and for DC. And it's not a $200 million budget. I think it was 80 to $100 million, So it's mm-hmm. easy recoupable. Uh, here's another review. This one's for the remake of Pet Cemetery. 2019's Pet Cemetery is a fun and frightening film. If by fun you enjoy seeing characters go to hell and back, this movie milks its powerful premise of denying or outright cheating death for every gruesome bit that it's worth. While some purists may balk at the changes and omissions made, those are simply looking for those simply looking for a horror movie as compelling as it is wicked should enjoy this new Pet Cemetery. Ado, ado. Okay, that's solid. That's good. I think that's exactly. You don't what want to want go from. down that road. Yeah, I, I get it, dude. Yeah. It's a good Stephen King novel. Stephen King, um, you know, you have you're running off the popularity of it. Yeah. Uh, with even with its flaws, you have the second one coming out yeah. this year or next I think year. It's this year. So you have the second one. So you get you're getting in that strike while they're in time. Exactly what. You, yeah. Well, well said, <laughs> Sam. Well said. There was a couple of trailers that came out 
And there's in TV and movies, games, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of trailers this week, and I didn't watch half of them for a reason. We're gonna start with your impressions of the John Wick three trailer. I know this is your most hype movie of the dude, year, dude. More hype than Endgame, which I, is a big yeah, statement, dude. I I don't care. I I love this world. I love every <laughs> actor, and I think that Keanu was born for this. And I kind of love it. Looks like him and like uh, Shane. The kind of it looks like he's gonna like shadily help him in a way. I just need guns, lots of guns. <laughs> Holly Berry's a badass, so there's like two attack dogs. Dude, dude, the world is coming for John Wick. And it released on National Puppy Day, which was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the one movie was like... That was very strategic, by the way. It was, that was not a coincidence. Was, oh, dude, they, they definitely... That was not a coincidence. That and, is the only plot point of John Wick I know, is yeah. that motherfucker wants redemption for, for his and, pooch. No, and then, again, there's nothing that's like, all oh, this for a dog, and it's, like, it's not just that. Like, it, yeah. it, it's so much more than Be that. Be careful. Like, yeah, I know, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Be careful. There. It's so much more than that. It's, dude, every assassin in the world is coming for John Wick. What more do you... If you that's pretty cool. That's all you need to know. Like, people say, oh, it's so fantasy and kind of... So is Game the, of Thrones. The, the second, dude, it, it, guys, it's, it's, it's a movie. Suspend your disbelief. Kind of just go in and enjoy the movie. Like, you're yeah. not going to go in. It's not going to be... Yeah. I don't even know. Gone with the wind. You know, it's not going to be something like that. It's go in there, have some freaking fun. This yeah. looks like a blast. Can't and, wait. And I purposely didn't watch it because, like I said, I'm waiting for this one to come out on Blu-ray, and then I'm just going to binge all three movies. Yeah. And I don't know any plot points outside of the Dog and the Owen Wilson, wow, for every shot that he took in that one funny-ass trailer. I don't want to know. That's why I stayed away from this because I don't want to remember anything down the line where it ruins yeah. a little bit of the yeah. first two because I'm assuming you have to see the first two to Yeah, watch 100%. Do so, not see this without seeing John Wick 1 and, and, and that's going to be my something I'm going to stay away from yeah. but we'll have the review for you Sam's going to see it as soon as he possibly can uh, when it comes out and we'll have our impressions on yeah. that or Sam's impressions yeah. on that and then when it comes out on Blu-ray we'll kind of revisit with my experience because when you get around to it I yeah. really oh it'll be the yeah, second this, this, this is a this is a all Blu-ray buy. It's, it's a movie. Add that shit to your it's a movie franchise I've been itching yeah. to, to start but I'm purposely waiting and the first one um, uh, what's his name's in it Theon no shit. Wow. Dude, okay. you're you're going to love it. Good. I'm really hyped. Yeah. There was also a an actual, not some yeah. teaser, yeah. not some bullshit, an actual Toy Story 4 trailer that I watched. The main character is a fork. Yeah. It's a spork. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a spork. it's a spork. I, I, it's a little underwhelming. I, I think I would still say that I think this because one was re-ended. I think this was a money grab. I I, I it's ten, nine years later. Three just ended on such a good, like perfect knot to yeah. that trilogy. And I think a, perfect that is, knot. And I think I literally just think this is a money grab. I think that a lot of people share the sentiment that it maybe not money grab to some. Um, maybe it was shit that we need it because the third one ended so well. I think that, that you're not in the minority for thinking that way. You just um, know this movie's going to make over a billion. Yeah. It wasn't a bad trailer. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm not going to say you know, it, was it was good. a good trailer. I liked it, but it's like it, I, I'm still stuck how three ended. Like It ended. Yeah. We you just like, started watching Toy Story. We just started the franchise. So we just watched the first one. We're going to do the second one, I think, tomorrow. and then. The I mean, I'm one. still going to see the movie regardless, but you know, I just hope that it's, it's that, that they <clears> – <throat> actually made a really good movie that instead of taking this franchise that was just a perfect end of, end of a trilogy you kind of reawakened it I just I love Tom Hanks so much he might go down as my favorite actor of all time when it's all I, said and done and I, I don't I, think anybody would disagree just rewatch Catch Me If You Can great movie him and Leo are so good uh, that's you've such got a good movie. mail no uh, <laughs> that thing you Jesus. do is my favorite movie yeah, of all time yeah. he, that was his directorial yeah. debut uh, listen everything he says is a stitch yeah. Uh, I yeah <laughs> I was drinking water and I, I don't think anybody can disagree if i said like hey him and denzel are my two favorite actors ever yeah sure other people have, have cropped up i love chris evans but uh 
so I'm going to see this movie regardless because I get my boy Tim Allen. Yeah. I get Tom Hanks. I get the story that again I've only seen three once, and so I, and I fell asleep. So I'm not like 100 percent caught. The only up original voice doesn't come back is Don Rickles, right? As he passed. he passed. So it's and did he play Mr. Mr. Potato Head? Right? Fuck that sucks. Yeah. It's that like, really dude, it's like sucks. the best guy. Yeah, that really sucks. Like, it's like, ah, oh, shit. And when we were watching the first one, I said to her, I said, I think one of these guys just passed away, and yeah, I couldn't remember if it was the dinosaur or Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. But the, 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 the next trailer, I did not watch. At the time, I only thought there was a poster out. That's all that I, I saw was right. uh, the Once Upon, a, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Margot Robbie put out a poster on her instagram yeah. and then a trailer dropped i also didn't watch this one again for a reason it's because i want zero spoilers yeah. for this movie because i'm secretly super hyped for this one i'm, I'm sure it's, I mean, we all know it's a, about a horrible tragedy that would happen the only, only thing i saw was brad pitt and was it leo mm-hmm. that was the only thing i saw on the front but cover you got to remember who's making this movie oh it's quentin's quentin's it's and so like quentin tarantino to me is a master class Filmmaker. He's only got what one or two more films left, and supposedly he's done. My one of my top ten, maybe seven favorite films of all time is Inglorious Bastards. Great, I, I think great that is film. such an underrated great movie. Film. Um, I like that he's back with Brad Pitt. Like so that shows, like maybe that shows that Brad Pitt's a good guy. Like if he was an asshole, you wouldn't go back to work with yeah, him. That, you know, it's a good, it's a great relationship. Um, I love the big star power in this movie, and that's why I'm purposely staying away yeah. from it. I don't blame I started it. the trailer, and I got about 20 seconds in. I said, what am I doing? What yeah. am I doing? This is a Quentin movie. I like to go into these blind. I will I will try to watch, remember to watch it. So at least next week I can kind of say, look good, look bad. So if you want to, at least two of these three trailers, John Wick and Toy Story, are on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you can go on YouTube and check out the Once Upon a Time or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, trailer if you'd like to. They're the three trailers that dropped in the movie space this week. Uh, let's move on to the stories. Sam, in the MCU, phases one, two, and three will be here by known as collectively the Infinity Saga. They're going uh, Dragon Ball Z on us, going yeah, sagas. Saga. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. I do kind of like that. The Russos, I, I have complete faith in. I, I've had complete trust in them ever since Winter Soldier. They had me at a low, and just I just mentioned it right now because just because I thought I thought it was a cool story that someone interviewed Chris Evans and kind of said, "What's your favorite scene uh, when you played Captain America?" Like you think, "Oh, I have so many. It could have been this. It could have been that." He answered right away and said, "Winter Soldier. The first fight scene was the, the elevator." He kind of said like the. He's like, it's the first one that I kind of felt pressure, like that I had to bring in, we had to do something extra. And I was, you know, that's my favorite scene of the whole movie. I loved it. And I was kind of cool, like, bam, that's his favorite too. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's like, do you remember trivia questions, Sam? Do you remember what the DCEU, which was everybody called it, is actually officially named? We broke this story. Yeah, the DC Universe or the Worlds world, of DC. Worlds of DC. Yeah. And I don't ever hear that. I still see DCEU everywhere because that's just the thing that caught on. Yeah. To me, I don't think phase one, two, and three needed a name. That was just something that they did it. to keep their films in order. Okay, here's our phase one. Here's our you know two. No, what this is. This is the Blu-ray oh, collection's name. But That's remem- what this remember, is. phase one, you had the um, – what did they give you that in? The collectors. It was either in like the um, – Avengers Assemble? No. Yeah, in the DVD set. It was like phase one. One was like in a briefcase. Yeah, phase yeah. two was in like a, a globe. Three was something else. So like each one has their own. But now they'll do, a, like you said, a complete g- collector's edition. And it's going to be 250 bucks, and it'll be called The Infinity Saga. Yeah. So, so to me, this is more about marketing than an actual canon yeah. title. I mean, I – Bought each one on Blu-ray, so I'm just gonna. Keep, I have to draw a line and and <laughs> just accept them. Like there, that's my fate. I only own half the MCU on on 
uh, okay. Blu-ray. So, so you still have a chance to uh, maybe trade them in. There is a chance for me to buy <laughs> this Infinity yeah. Saga Blu-ray collection. Um, also, I think I want to get paid a thousand bucks to go watch all the MCU films. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? I, they're doing it. Yeah, I know. So I saw it, but Ashley was like, "You should go do it." And I was like, "38 hours, honey." You want to watch a baby? I'll Later. Do I'll do it. If they're doing it at Regal Warrington, I'll do it. Uh, let's see. The Russo brothers have confirmed, which we talked about last week when the trailer came yeah. out, but now there's finally confirmation that that last trailer from last week did have fake footage in it. We don't know where. They didn't say what was fake. They did the same thing with the first it. one. They, of course, they're going to do it with the second. <clears> we, we knew spe- it right away. We speculated that there yeah. were fake scenes. We even t- uh, pointed out what scenes we thought were fake. So go back and listen to episode yeah. 126 for our thoughts on that. But just there is, it's nice to know that the trailer didn't give away too much because there's something in there that is a complete false like falsehood that we're like yeah, yeah cool well, oh wait well the one I thing is is the one it could be like Tony Stark you see Tony Stark walk with all you see Gamora yeah. like or not Gamora you see um Nebula yeah so it's like to me that to me that's all fake you yeah. know what I mean it's like I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna get into anything I'm just gonna wait patiently and wait to see the movie I think it's more about who you didn't see than who you did but yeah I think that fake scene is 100 percent and and we, we, we might as well just jump in here that the, we the the runtime was revealed over three hours was it three hours and two minutes uh, oh, oh. so guys maybe you might have to bring like a little Strap in. a bottle yeah. in case you don't want to get out of your seat yeah you know bring, what I mean bring a bring a catheter uh-huh. <laughs> so you can pee in a bag I'm, that's gonna be tough man <clears throat> I, I'm not gonna want to get up I have I'm, IBS how am I not gonna shit I may just movie? wear a diaper. I'm, I, I got the them bullet. upstairs. And you know what? I <laughs> Can got I squeeze a, in? I got a size two. They're too big for her. They might be right up your alley. Right. I'll, I'll try to squeeze Listen, in. Listen, I'll take one for the team. I'll take Pope's colostomy bag. Oh, my care. God. <laughs> I, I don't care. I, I just don't want to get up. And I and I promise you that when we go see this movie, because we got to see it together. When yeah, we, we go see this I'm gonna, movie, I'm, It's going to be a multiple <clears throat> yeah. view. But for, I just, I'm sure. going to have to pick my moments to use the bathroom. I, I've got to find I guarantee, because I'm going to get us the same seats. Because those seats were banging. No, they were. They're... And I guarantee that girl's going to be next to me. No. I just guarantee yeah. she's going to be a year older, a year wiser, and cry it a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Loki. <laughs> I can't believe it. Sticking in the MCU. This is a really cool story. Fighting with my family, the movie about Paige from the WWE. The main star who plays Paige, Florence Pugh, has reportedly been cast as a spy on the same level as Natasha Romanoff and will most likely be her moral opposite in the upcoming Black Widow solo film. That is fucking awesome. And we might even know who the villain is now, which is cool. Yeah, I'm super happy. I mean, I didn't see Fighting with My Family yet, but really I, I, I do want to see the movie. Um, she looked actually like like Paige. Like, she really did yeah. look like her. So, of course, you give me more Russian spies, I'm totally down. And the, the rumored villain... Rumored. Very heavily is, rumored. ...is Taskmaster. Yeah. Do you know where the source came on this one? I didn't I read see, the article. I, didn't see. I read the article because I just love seeing the sources. Like... I mean, um, but it's, it's everything. Like, me gots this. What the hell? Yeah. Show? What source is that? This is... To quote, a source close to the film. Yeah, I mean... You, Give me a break. You, you have to take away a grain of salt, but already the book has already... Which his first appear, his first full appearance is Avengers 196. Yeah. I used to have it in 9.8, and I sold it. I, God is that what it. you were asking for on Instagram? Yeah, it's exactly what I was asking. <laughs> Dude, it was before... I, yeah. I, I was like, I want this book back. Yeah. Then I read the news. I swear to God, I posted before I read the news. And then the guy I saw who posted it. I was like... <laughs> Oh yeah, he posted it yeah. right in your fucking face. Yeah. I, I liked it too. I was like, oh, I like Double it. Tap. It's a beautiful book. Yeah, I believe it. But hey, I'm I'm going to see this movie whether Taskmaster is or isn't the villain. Yeah, and it's just really cool that um, you know, a film like Fighting with My Family, which is a smaller film, yeah. a film from England, um, 
is getting number one global attraction and two kind of being the jump off for a star like this yeah. is awesome she was fantastic in the movie like she yeah. was really really and really, to be really kind of that like next to Scarlett Johansson and kicking you, ass you just got into the MCU yeah, yeah. yeah. and know? like the you know the, technically the second you know woman's like solo but like Black Widow she's been around since you know at the beginning yeah so. there are like to me man if I was an actor like the one thing. My white whale would be to get into the MCU because when you're in the MCU, you're kind of made. Like as an actor, you're well, kind of made. Well, it's there because everyone sees. Everyone you. sees yeah, you. Yeah. You you have so much exposure, yeah. right? So you're automatically going to cast in other things. Like look at Diana Guerrero, right? Like yeah, she came, she was Michonne first, yeah. right? But she reportedly like this isn't just me thinking she stole black panda yeah. people say she was the best part of that flick she was one of yeah i, so, I, I thought she was great right and just think I about where that. she was before that she was michonne in the walking but dead she, and so, supposedly the last episode of walking dead people i didn't see it yet because i was asleep but two people die supposedly so. yeah they said that they trimmed some fat i don't know what that means i didn't know oh, jesus either. i don't know what that means it may give me a hint who it is uh, but We'll see. I, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you any of the fat people on The Walking Dead right now. I'm worried oh, about my man. own. Now, now, I, now I think I know who it is. <laughs> Dude, there's so many things that yes. trimming the fat yeah. could be. But think about other people that have had their uh, careers propelled. Now, yeah. you can arguably say that Deanna Guerrero was really popular from yeah. The Walking Dead. So maybe it's not everyone, the best example. Everyone got big. But like, ex- maybe except Norman Reedus. I think he was always kind of yeah. boondock saints. I, I just think that like, too. I, I, there are a ton of... Of people that have gotten big off the MCU, man. If I was an yeah. actor, I would try my ass yeah. off. Hey, can I get a background part where I'm just drinking whiskey or yeah. something? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, that that's where you want to be. Rumors are swirling that the Batman will be set in the 1990s, just like Sam's favorite movie, Captain Marvel. Now, here, here I thought you were going to say, like, Sam's favorite 1990s Batman cartoon, Batman the Animated Series, <laughs> but he goes there. No, man, because we just had your favorite movie was set in the 90s. This is the thing. Like, if you're going to set the Batman in, 19, in the 1990s, which is perfectly fine. Arguably the worst Batman films ever came out in the 90s, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Okay, fine. I like Batman Forever. But it's not terrible. Batman and Robin's pretty I terrible. like Val Kilmer. I, I don't mind. I just could have done without Jim Carrey's wackiness. So I like I liked him a little bit better. Yeah. Tommy Lee was really See, good. everyone, like, loves Jim Carrey's wackiness. By then, I was, like, over it. Yeah. Unless, if he's not in, like... What was that movie? Room 323? No. The fuck? It's the, a stupid movie where he's like the... Uh, Man on the Moon? Me, myself, and Irene. Like, I that stuff. That, that, no, good, that's good. The yeah, mask yeah. is good. Dumb and Dumber is good. The one's good. You like them movies, but like Liar, Liar, that's good. But once you kind of get like more recent, it's like... I'm just uh, over Sonic the Hedgehog. He's going to be uh, Dr. Robotnik. Remember great. that. But anyway, um, if this movie is set in the 1990s, what it cannot do... And what I will not allow it to do from my personal enjoyment perspective is go too heavy into the 90s nostalgia. There are only There's only so much nostalgia you can get away with. And I hope that they're not going down the 90s route because of an influence off of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now, I got to think that there's parts of this movie that are already written well before Captain Marvel. So it's not like yeah, they can freeze hand in the script before Captain Marvel even so came like, out. We, we, uh. we obviously understand that. Yeah. But like if there's like too much – like even me – Who's a nostalgia nut job? There's even a point where I'm like, dude, too much. Yeah. You're laying the nostalgia too thick. I want this to be a story about Batman. And yeah. I think what this means to me is less nostalgia, more the age. I think yeah. now we're getting yeah. a, a look yeah. into the age of Batman yeah. that we're going to get. We're going to get a 20 year old, maybe? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a young Batman. I, w- I wouldn't like, I would actually like to see kind of like the old symbol, like with the yellow Batman. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I, to that me, when so you say sick. 90s, that's what I think. I don't of. like this black on black thing. Give me that, yeah. that gold. Yeah. 
the bring yellow. It, bring it back a little old school with the yellow belt. I mean, I doubt we'll get it, but like maybe that could be his first suit and he upgrades. But if you're in the 90s, they're going to give you the 90s aesthetic. They're yeah. not going to give you the 2008 Christian Bale yeah, look. No, I don't want that. And I don't from want a, that. From the yeah. 90s. Yeah, I don't when want you're that. in the... If they set this in the 50s, he's going to look like Adam West yeah. or the 60s. Like they're not going to go with a look of today yeah. in a setting of the 90s. So but, you're going to probably get some cheese. I mean, I'll in take there. this news all day. I will take any positive <laughs> Batman news. I like you a, can give I'd me. like a blue hood with a gray suit. Uh-huh. Give me the old yeah. blue. I like that. That royal oh, I, dude, blue. I, I like that. You see that blue in, in Summer Batman Sky series? Yeah. I like it. Dude. I mean, we'll we'll see. It's it's going to happen. I'm telling you, there's going to be rumors casting soon. It yeah, has to. Well, we need a Batman. It's coming. Before we, we need a Batman before we can even talk more about this no, movie. Or get there. James Gunn's Suicide Squad reboot has been officially titled. Are you ready for this? Like, I'm super happy they went this direction. They didn't go too close to the original. Uh, it's going to be renamed the Suicide Squad. Yeah, which I mean. Again, I think all movies like eventually do that. Like, I was saying like Fast and the Furious, like Fast and the Furious, blah, 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 then the Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? Like then it's, you know, all that crap. I think it's short, it's simple, it works. They're retconning the first movie. Yeah, and which they should though. And the, the, me, I was just happy that, say, like, okay, if they ever do Killer Croc again, he doesn't have to be what he was because you butchered one of my favorite Batman villains ever. Start over, get some new villains, figure some stuff out, trust James Gunn. Know what he did with Guardians. Warner Brothers and DC may be working on a Doctor Fate film, according to rumors. These are again, yeah. Rumors. Again, there was another rumor. Again, Doctor Fate is you know, <clears throat> DC's like Doctor Strange. His, his helmet is you know like Kent Nelson. He kind of had or he the helmet's actually Nobu. He's like this all powerful wizard and Kent from, Nelson from Major League. Jobu, exactly. Yeah. And um, fuck, I'll do it myself. <laughs> but he has his his powers are awesome. You you can kind of see like a different side of DC of magical, and this and this is a good way to kind of maybe a backhand like door for like Justice League Dark yeah. to kind of show you that side of DC. So I think if this is true, I'm totally <clears throat> down for a Doctor Fate movie. Yeah, and I'm totally down for a Shang Chi movie. Uh, oh, a yeah. a Pokemon cinematic universe. Could be on the way if Detective Pikachu is a success, according to Legendary Entertainment uh, producer Ali Mendez. So, or Ali, maybe. I'm not sure if I it's mean, Ali he, or Ali. Didn't he already say <clears throat> that they're already based in Greenlit a sequel? Yeah, but I don't, but that doesn't necessarily mean a universe. Yeah. Like, they could spin this off into Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Conquest, yeah. Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of different things you can do with Pokemon yeah. outside of just catch You're going to make battle, so much battle. money. And if they made this a cinematic universe, I love it and hate it. I don't like it because there's, there's again, it comes to a point where there's fatigue. Yeah. Like, even me, that well, might be too if much If Star Wars could hit fatigue, Pokemon could hit fatigue. A thousand percent, yeah. man. And yeah. I don't want there to be, in 2023, the fifth Pokemon movie in five years to come out. And I'm like, am I even hype anymore? Or is this just another thing we can expect? Like, even for me, like, Call of Duty. Okay, it's coming out every November. I yeah. got it. Like, okay. Yeah. Um Madden every year I'm like this fucking I don't want to play this thing so eventually you get fatigue man I I hope Detective Pikachu is is like a treasure like I hope this movie is a 9.5 a killer movie everybody our age like goes to see it and just has a great nostalgic time and I almost kind of hope it ends there yeah like I don't want Charmander's Charmander's birthday. I don't know. But, but you know we're going to get more than one. You know this movie's going to be yeah, a hit. Pokemon the movie. Even if it gets reviewed bad, all the kids are going to go see Squirtle it. Squirtle Squad goes on a picnic. Like I don't Tell want you. that. Bye so bye much. Butterfree. Like there's, oh, you know, no. there's there's a lot of them. You know, Scyther's <laughs> surprise. Like come on. Come on. I I like the yeah. idea that we're turning Pikachu into a detective. <clears throat> That's cool. But, like, do I need a biker gang of Squirtle? We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Bill and Ted 3 will hit theaters. It got a release date August 21st, 2020. 
Excellent. <laughs> that was so much my opening. <laughs> I forget what your opening was. Me surviving all this sickness that's oh, in yeah, your house. Right, 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 but like, dude, right. that is freaking awesome. I actually wound up rewatching Bill and Ted's Excellent Event. It, dude, it's just to see Keanu like that, like knowing how he is, is he, now. Is it's Keanu even funnier. Ted? Keanu's Ted. Right? Yeah, Bill. And the Ted. guy who plays Bill, I forget is, his name. Is he plays this character named Ricky Coogan in a movie called Freaked that I really liked in the nineties. It's an it's a cult classic movie. But I looked at him, I was like, holy shit, is that Ricky Coogan? But yeah, anyway, um, that's dude, that's awesome. I'm I'm so hyped that they're making the third one. <laughs> I do like it, it, to go back. It's just like just go more, everyone go back and watch the old. Just remember what Dumb and Dumber just did. Look at Keon, dude. He is. It, honestly, his, his performance gets funnier and funnier every but time I go we back. We didn't need a sequel to Dumb and Dumber, and we got one with the original actors, and it was shit. Like, this could, I, I this think, could backfire just as easily as it could be but successful. I just don't think so, right? I, I just think <laughs> Which it's Which is the too most good. obvious thing I've ever said. Yeah. You can, every movie is that. But still, like, do we need it? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Yes, this world needs it. Yes. It's like Rush Hour 4. No. Do we, we need yes, Rush Hour 4? We fucking need it. I'm I'll drop kick you right here. <laughs> Noah seen, uh, Sen- Centenino. Centineo, there it is. No Noah Centineo is in talks to play He-Man in Masters of the Universe. I have no idea who he is. As long as he's a blonde, muscular dude, I do not. Think per- so. You're perfect for the role. I do not think he is. This is what IMDb was created for. So I'm going to just type it in real quick. Noah, Noah Centineo. Centineo. What a name. He is a tan uh, brunette. Uh, I mean, goes dye his hair. Can you picture this guy with blonde? I don't know. Born in '96, uh, he's a '96. Uh, we're older than he, man. He's Twenty-three oh, years old. He was just nominated for a teen. Oh no, no. He portrays Jesus Adams Foster in the Fosters. I don't watch the Fosters. Is that a show? Yeah, and I, I know the name just because Dude, Casey, Casey Boy's last name is uh, the Fosters. Okay, yeah, he's in fifty-three episodes of the Fosters. Yeah, that seems fine. to be his big thing. Um, I mean, okay. I mean, I'll see what you know if if he gets cast. He's just a child. I do like He Man. Like you have my curiosity with He Man. Just make sure that you cast it right. That's all. I think we can safely say that Noah Centineo is Centineo. Is in a good spot? (laughs) Christopher Nolan has cast John David Washington to be the lead in his unknown upcoming film. And I know it's unknown. I fucking love John David Washington. Denzel's kid. He is so good in Ballers. He's great. He's great in Ballers. He's my favorite character. And I I love that Nolan just has his ability to keep everything so hush hush like yeah whoever his team is dude hire their team because no one knows nothing about yeah, his them movies. and the russos can Seriously. you imagine their movie it would never get a title yeah, it would never get released <laughs> john david john david washington is also the star of black klansman yep. which was a fantastic movie i really Still enjoyed it, it. Yeah. um i really really liked it but we don't know anything about the the role we don't know anything about the film nope. but we know who the star right. is and right now they're off to a good start that's you, you enough have no you have Washington. Because Good. John David Washington is a hell of an actor. Mm-hmm. We have the box office, and normally it's for the weekend before, but because we're recording on a Monday, we have this past weekend. Yeah. So only two days ago. So our top 10, top 10, uh, number 10, falling from number 9, staying in the top 10, it's still making over a million bucks. Good for you, Alita Battle Angel. Uh, number 9, falling from number 8 at 1.1 million is the Lego Movie 2. Number 8, falling from number 6 at 1.7 is No Manchas Freda 2. Uh, number seven, all the way up from number eighteen at one point eight million is Gloria Bell. Number six, falling from number five at four point five million is Tyler Perry's *A Medea Family Funeral*. Number five, falling from number four at six point five million dollars is *How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World*. Number five, falling from number three at eight point seven is Five Feet Apart*. Number three, falling from number two at nine million dollars is *Wonder Park*. Number two, falling from number one at thirty-five million is *Captain Marvel*. Oh damn! And doubling. 
Captain Marvel at 70.2 million is us. Uh, yeah, it broke like every record. But I heard mixed reviews on it. Um, we read the review last week. Yeah, it was I, a overwhelmingly positive. I heard there's a pretty big twist. Uh, it's intriguing still. I thought Get Out sucked. Yeah, Michael and everybody Rosenbaum, loved that too. I think people so. kind of thought this is more of a horror and he saw it. It's definitely, he I've heard that. He didn't give it, the, like, he didn't say its name, but you knew because it kind of, he hinted towards it. And he kind of said, "It's was it. Why can't anyone just make a good horror movie? Why? Why yeah. can no one do it? Yeah, why?" I, I heard the the uh, beginning is a horror movie, and then it kind of yeah, just moves thriller. into a suspense a thriller, thriller yeah, that's, you know, uh, type of deal. Um, like everybody was raving I mean, but about then again, Get Out. I didn't like Jordan. You already made all. all the money, so good for you. And and <laughs> hey, listen, I'm super intrigued by this film. I want to yeah. see it. It is more of a Blu-ray or, or HBO yeah, buy for me. I agree. Uh, definitely not theatrical. But what is coming to theaters this week, March 29th, is uh, Dumbo. Dumbo hits this week. Yeah, so there's, there's, get ready to be depressed as fuck on Saturday's episode when we read the review. Oh, I'm sure geez. I'll cry during that. The Beach Bum, Unplanned, Making Babies, White Chamber, and a Vigilante. And, and Shazam. No, that's next week. A Pet Cemetery and Shazam both come out April 5th. So that is next week. I thought it was so Friday. on Saturday we will read. It's right. next. Following, I'm pissed. I thought it was this Friday. I'm nah, so pissed. Following Friday, so we still got two weeks for Shazam and a Pet Cemetery. And Pet Cemetery comes out the same day, but we do have. Dumbo yeah. this week, which I don't think is going to take. Ah, it's a Disney's live action movie. It might Tim overtake. Burton, you don't ever know. It'll take number one. It'll make at least thirty five because us isn't going to do and, unless it has an amazing week. You know, I don't know. Us you never know. I don't think us is going to be able to sustain. It did seventy. That's great. It'll pro- and that's just again. These are all domestic. Yeah. Uh, us, I would imagine, comes in in the thirties, and Dumbo probably does forty to forty. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and then maybe catches on, but. Again, Dumbo is the big winner for this one coming out. Let's move over to the TV section. We're going to do a, an abbreviated Doom Patrol discussion. Every week we talk about the latest episode of Doom Patrol in the DC Universe. This one was called Doom Patrol Patrol yeah. uh, because we finally understood why um, why Jane said last week, what the fuck is Doom yeah. Patrol? It was more because they go back and they visit the original Doom Patrol. Yeah, well, they find out, like, oh, there was a, a Doom Patrol before us yeah. and then – you just kind of find like the whole thing is like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And then you, you, I remember before I watched, you said this one kind of confused me a little bit. And I was like, uh oh, like, you know, kind of was thinking then. Confused me not because it was confusing, confused because I didn't really love it. Yeah. I, See, it was... I, I was on the other side. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I really, I liked that it was the original leaders kind of. Sure. So the show comes out Friday mornings at 9 p, uh, 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Eastern time. Yeah. I watched it this, this week at 9 a.m. Yeah. I got done it at 10 a.m. Yeah. And uh, I haven't thought about it since. And I haven't gone okay. back and read a yeah. plot synopsis. It, this episode just didn't stick with yeah. me. And it wasn't like it was a bad episode. Again, no bad episodes. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I, I, I liked it. I liked that they, they didn't know what was going on, that they, they saw the house for what it really is. And you kind of see that the the older the old original Doobatrol is having these he's, – he's old. He's going through Alzheimer's. He's, you know, he's, he's not in full control of his powers. And you kind of just get a little – you're referring to the original Doom Patrol yeah, guy exactly, who wore the exactly, helmet. Exactly. Wore the, I can't think of his name. He wore this helmet that kind of has these powers that he can kind of like, like manipulate things, make you right. see things. Some and, lady slashed the fuck out of her wrists. Yeah, you, you see that? Like, dude, like it, it's it's a very mature show and cursing involved. Jane was crazy as always. And I just thought it, it just added more to the story of kind of where you got more closest. This is the episode that I kind of really like Cyborg. Him and his dad kind of come to some agreement where it's like, yeah. okay, son, I'm not, you're not on privacy mode. I'll let you do your own thing. It's like, you're kind of on your own. He's letting him be an adult rather than just kind of being a kid. Right. So it had those like little story things to yeah. put forward. But I ultimately say, why did we need this episode? 
Because like, what did it do to drive you, the overwhelming? No, you needed plot the history. Forward. You needed history why? of Chief. You got to know where he started from. The red, but why? He, he basically said he never came back and abandoned. He basically abandoned the first team. Doesn't sure. come back and visit. Like to right. me, that's like, okay, maybe there's a different side of Chief that we don't know. You know what I mean? So it, it, to me, it, it it pushed everyone's character a little bit further mm-hmm. and added some nice twist. I thought we have 15 episodes this yeah. season, so we know we're going to get some slower burns. Like I'm at a point now where I'm like, can we get a fucking punch? Yeah. Can we just have yeah. one punch thrown, please? Yeah. Like. I think this episode, what it did for me was instead of pushing Chief, I thought it pushed Mister Nobody. I thought yeah. it was, but it pushed this everybody. Guy was, this guy was a fucker back then. Yeah. You know, like yeah. even all these years ago, he was still maniacal, yeah, menacing, of and that to me was the bigger thing of this guy's got crazy powers. Now, like the the humor was eh, okay. It's still super wacky. Yeah. They said it was a butt balloon that farted. Smoke or something like that. Yeah, that, that, that was the one. I, yeah, yeah, that was the one I, I could have kind of done without. You know, but you're always going to have something stupid. Like, I could have done without that. I could have done without this. I still think the episode before was still its weakest. In I my, do. I in, agree. In, in my opinion, I agree. But that—that's I think where I'm at. I'm like, damn, that's two weeks. Ago. I was really looking forward to this episode getting me back yeah. in, like Titans. Right. Every time there was that bad episode, the they always did the spinoff yeah. where. They would feature Hawk and Dove, or they would feature Doom Patrol, or they would feature some side character that I'm like, frick yeah, like that's awesome. That's what I want. Right now, we're still waiting on Beast Boy. Now we got ten episodes, yeah. nine episodes, ten episodes. So we're still waiting on Beast Boy to come in the show. I still like I watch this show for Jane and Robot yeah. Man. I'm not getting a ton of Robot Man, yeah. and I want. I, mean, I, I he he probably took a little back throw on this because he he was front and center of a lot, and this one kind of I feel like this these two episodes have kind of basically been Jane and you've Cyborg. Been, you've been getting kind of their backstory, which Jane. This our, no, our this favorite. was also Elasta Woman. She had a huge oh, yeah. piece of, and this that one. was another guy like that. She kind of see that her arc in this was good. I'll give her that. Yeah, kind of uh, like the guy sit on my lap yeah. type of deal, and she kills him, and yeah. then the lady covers like that. I, I thought that was like that was like, good. You know, it it almost looked into like sexual abuse or harassment from old white dudes in the fifties. Like you got away with that shit. Yeah, like I almost. You you knew that the guy that she killed in the beginning was an, a monster, yeah. and then the other woman coming in saying, "I never saw you here." And I like that, yeah. and that was the yeah. opening scene of the episode. Yeah. So I'm like, "Hell yeah. yeah!" I'm gonna get in the last the woman episode because I think yeah. she's got a really good, really interesting character. Because again, we knew she fell into the lake. She, we knew she swallowed the thing. Yeah. But we don't know anything about her yeah. and her as an actress and her as a person. So I was looking forward well, to that. We well, got we, we got we, some we of that. got that. We definitely yeah. got some of that because she goes back and like long story short, one of the women in the Doom Patrol, there's two women and a guy. One of them is actually married to Chief. Yeah. Um, and he again left and he never came back. And that's why that's what I thought was interesting. We never knew we always oh Chief, what a great guy. Sure. Then he Oh, he doesn't really visit them. They just sit here. Like it kind of maybe okay. Now it's like maybe Chief's not just noble. Let's see his reasoning behind it. Maybe mm-hmm. he's protecting it by not going. It yeah. brings up bad memories. Like I want to hear more. You got me yeah. interested more. I just think that like a lot of these plot points would have been really good as add-ons in other episodes, but to get them all as one in a one episode, it was almost like okay. I mean, it was a long. It was a fifty-seven minute episode. Fifty-seven minutes. It was. It was a long with no action. And I know we said last week, like the Doom Patrol are not conventional fighters. They're 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 not not. trained assassins. So this is not a show where you can get ass kicking like Titans. But I know because I've seen it that Robot Man can fucking smash a head into a wall and literally break it. So give me some sort, and we will get. And I think we will. But give me some sort of danger. Like where is the danger? I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing plot, which is fine, but like I still don't know the point of the season yet. Yeah. Who is the who is the damsel? Like, 
and by that I mean, what is the point that they're going after Mister Nobody? Why is he the villain? You're why saying? is why, why does he right, want everyone? Why does why is he the villain? Really, what is their motivation? And quite frankly, well, they were just living, and now they're kind of being turned into like a they're turning themselves into a super team. So, like the, and I think that's where we're at. We're at the middle of the season where you're where the team is coming together. Yeah. Like, I think that's where we're at. And, and I, I, as much as I do want to see Beast Boy, I'm kind of glad I didn't see him yet. Because mm-hmm. if once you show him, I'm going to want him there always. Sure. If you don't bring him into episode eight nine. Perfect. Let me indulge in the other characters that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this again, not a bad episode. Yeah, had it was some good. humor. It was good. Had some humor. Had some fun stuff. Had more fourth wall. A little gruesome with uh, with some of the imagery. Yeah, you see some Push some plot forward. To me, I'm just looking for the bigger thing. Like everything's really convenient. They can travel time whenever they want. They can do this, that, and the other whenever they want. People just show up at the mansion like it's not like like it's nothing. Uh, the DN the the D creator and recreator thing was an episode and a half. Like, yeah. Where did that go? That's already gone. Yeah. Um, Elliot, where's he at? I guess that's just over because the D creator thing is gone. So like, we did see again the clown woman from the last episode. Yeah, yeah we did. We saw her again, so we know that there are some bigger things there with that cult. Of I, just, I, just, book. I just think there's there's more coming. That's why I yeah, I wasn't you know. There's eleven more episodes or nine nine more episodes. I can't remember. It's on episode six, right? Yeah. yeah. So nine more yeah. episodes, which is great. I just, I just, I just happen to just like this episode a little bit more than you did. I'm just looking for you want a little more action. I think. Mm. I mean, I do too. I'm not going to lie to you. But, I'm getting yeah. a lot of individual stuff. Let me tell you. Tell me your stories first. You have a couple. You have a lot of episodes to get this done. I'm looking for the big bad where they all come together and I get them all on screen at the same time, dude. Like coming off of Umbrella Academy, where the show is at its best when they're together, yeah. I feel the same way about this show. Yeah. When the five of them are together, and not even Chief, when the five yeah. of them are together, and soon to be six with Beast Boy, I'm like, this is exactly yeah. what I want. And, so, and, and we will get there. And by no means is this a bad show. Yeah. So that was Doom Patrol Patrol, yeah. episode six of Doom Patrol. We got a trailer for Stranger Things season three. Can I say three. this now? I already like season three better than season two. I already know it. And this was the final trailer I purposely didn't watch. I watched it. Oh my god, it looks it, it's so good. I, I I as soon as it ended, I was like, just the trailer alone. I was like, I think I like better in season two. I got a confession. I still got two episodes left of season. Oh my, two. ah, you're fine. You're fine. I'm so I'm not gonna watch it because I'm gonna. Wait, have to, wait, I have wait, to rewatch. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, I have to rewatch yeah. all of two. I don't remember a fucking. I mean, season two is good. You had the one episode I didn't give a shit about. Yeah, seven. Seven. I think I, the worst episode of the series. It was, it was it was good. wasn't as good as season one, but I think three they they find their. Well, I again. saw a screenshot of the monster. It looks fucked. Yeah. So it's it, a new monster. I like that. It's yeah. not the same monster. Right. And eleven befriends the redheaded girl, which I know that they have some sort of conflict in the second season where she's like in a standoff. Yeah, you'll owner. see. You'll see. Yeah, you'll see. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I will watch season two eventually. I mean, I have to because the third season comes out July fourth, and I know I'm like the only Stranger Things fan on the planet who hasn't finished season two. Yeah. It just I didn't get into it. I, I understand why, because when it came out, um, there was something happening in my life yeah. where we were watching TV and I was like, I just, I can't right now. Yeah. Like, uh, something happening. So, like, I get it, but uh, You'll get I need to go back yeah. and watch season two. 100%. One Punch Man season two came out with a trailer and it might be in a little bit Uh-oh. of trouble. I, I did not see the trailer. And almost for good reason, because this trailer is getting shit on. So, I'm going to just read. Uh oh. That's not I'm gonna good. I'm going to read all. the reaction here per IGN. This is from an article on IGN.com. Many fan reactions on social media seem to criticize the trailer's animation style. This is I don't think this is nitpicky because it's enough to make IGN write about yeah. it. Yeah. With viewers noticing a prevalence 
uh, of 3D CG, a lack of action, weird pacing, and overall less than stellar quality. Uh-uh. So you think to yourself, all right, they're moving away from hand-drawn a little bit. They're going a little bit more CG, which is a little bit lazy. And okay, fine. If you want to take the, the, the show... Take what everyone loved fine. about the first season? Okay. Let me see where they go here. So here is where I think the problem is. Okay. This isn't just because the show wants to do it. I don't. This is not an art direction thing. Back in 2017, two years after the anime's debut, we learned that One Punch Man would no longer be produced by Madhouse, which is their animation company. They did Death Note, Trigun, Black Lagoon. What did they leave? Reports also indicated that Shinjo Natsume, who did Space Dandy and Welcome to the NHK, Full Metal Alchemist, um, and the director of the first season, would also be leaving the series. So number one, they oh lost their director. God. Who was responsible for the crazy animation style? Lost their animation. And number two, they lost their animation company. So I get it. They might have gone a little bit of a cheaper route, and they just uh, yeah, so, they did. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt me. I hate change like that. So I think fans might actually have uh, a reason. Like if you watch now, Attack I may hold Titan, off buying season one. Now. If you watch Attack on Titan and you don't get the animation style that we're used to, if it looks more like a traditional anime, I'm not as excited. Yeah. I love the sharp blacks and yeah, shadows yeah. and the way that it's such. That that anime is so crisply drawn yeah. that I can't watch it any other way. Like now, that is a Blu-ray anime. Now I'm nervous day. to go back and like watch this trailer. I I, I again just like yeah. I haven't because uh-uh. I I loved One Punch Man season one. It was my pick of the week. Uh, fantastic! You can binge it in a day. I think yeah. it's only twelve episodes. Yeah, Saitama is a fucking awesome yeah. hero. But if you're gonna change everything we loved about it, except for the actors. Um, Even the actors hurt me too. You change voice sets that, that, that kills me, dude. If, if, it's me. tough for me to watch. Yeah. If, if I'm seeing a dip in quality, like if all of a sudden Pokemon became stick figures, I don't know if I'd watch exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, the CW has announced that Supernatural's 15th season will be its last. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of hurt to 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 get it, but it's like you know what, guys. By the end, it'll have 330 episodes, and they did it in such oh, class. <laughs> they did it in such class before it was released to the media. The world found out by Jensen, Jensen Echols, yeah. Jared Padalecki, and Misha Collins. All three, I'm like, hey guys, before you heard from online, we wanted you to hear from us that the Winchester are going to be back for one more ride, and you know. And I just thought it was such class. And you see Jared like, and even he says he goes, he can't really speak because he's holding back tears. And you see him just fighting the whole back tears like. And all of them saying, like, guys, this show is, like, everything. It made my, helped my life, helped, you know, everyone's life. It's just such a good show. Thank you guys for the fans for sticking around and, you know, one more ride. And I was, that, that was such, like, such class acts. Yep. Seriously. And like I said, we've started it. So, like, we're in. We like we like. Yeah, it I've, I've watched since I remember when it came on after Smallville in 09, mm-hmm. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I watched every damn season. It's the only show I don't want. I wait till it's all it's all out on Blu-ray. Boom! I pick it up and I binge them all. And I'll do the same thing with season fourteen and season fifteen. So it's it's, it's sad to see it go, but they had a freaking ride, ride of man. a lifetime. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. Fifteen, dude. If any show can make it fifteen episode or fifteen seasons, seasons and or three hundred and thirty plus episodes, you've done something yeah. right. Um, you think there's only so many stories to tell? But they keep finding their way to entertain yep. people, and they're going out what seems like on their own terms, which. I won't say the show didn't get canceled or whatever. Dude, but they, it was originally supposed to end after, I believe, five. Well, there you go. <laughs> so it got ten extra seasons. Jericho and Ravager have reportedly been cast for Titans Season 2. I'm, I'm so hyped for Titans. So we already know we got Deathstroke. Yep. And what's, of course, you need Deathstroke's son and daughter in it. So I am totally okay with this. Yeah, man. Chris Jericho is going to be really good. And you know, As long as he has his, his list with him. To have, to have his son. <laughs> To have his sister in the show too, which is cool. Yeah, I, I can't Papa wait. Papa Jericho. Do you know Chris Jericho's dad was an NHL hockey player? No, I had no idea. He's 
played. Well, I did like him on Hot Ones. <laughs> he is a great Hot Ones interview. He's also good. the best wrestler of all time. Uh, you versus Wild is coming to Netflix April 10th. We're going to get eight interactive episodes featuring my dude, Bear Grylls. So I get a little early birthday gift on your dad's birthday on the 10th. I, I love Bear Grylls. Yeah. I've loved him since Man vs. Wild. So or even running with Bear Grylls and he takes the celebrities out. Even though Man vs. Wild was fake and it came out as fake and even now rewatching the episodes where they had to re-edit it and say like, <laughs> I didn't spend the night but if I did, yeah. this but, is but what you I could, do. You still, I still don't care. No, I still get it. You still see him doing crazy exactly. ass shit that n- half this planet ain't the gonna do. The motherfucker kills and eats a rattlesnake. I saw him catch a lizard and smack it against a tree, Jason Voorhees style with the sleeping bag kill, and then just cut its head off and put it on a fire. And I'm like, this motherfucker... I see him catch that? a snake, kill it, turn it inside Side out, out yeah. peed in it, and then saved it because he was in a desert. <laughs> I mean, dude, and it, it, like, this is this is cool because like you can choose which way he goes. Yeah. Or he goes over the ravine or he goes through the water. Yeah. That is freaking neat. Interactive TV is, is a... An untapped market. Yeah. And we need more of it. Now that And I I love Bear. I think he's a great host. He's so knowledgeable. You know, there's two things that that jump out at me with this story. Number one, that means he had to do double the shit. Exactly. Exactly. And number two, the rewatchability. Yeah. You can now rewatch it and let's go this path. Seven hundred times with different paths. Yeah, I agree. Genius. I, I think it's great, and I, I love that it's Bear Girls. Absolutely genius. Now we will be right back after this word from the Flopcast, part of the ESO network. Yes, yes, hello. Let's talk about the Flopcast. Every week we give podcast listeners a chance to come and join us in Chicken Town. Where we talk about Saturday morning cartoons, comics and science fiction conventions, music and concert reports, 70s and 80s pop culture, and for no good reason, chickens. Boy, we're weird. Oh, we are ridiculous. We're proud members of the ESO Network, and you can find us at Flopcast.net. And we'll close out in the gaming space. Comcast has spent $50 million to build the first ever esports arena in the country. And where are they doing that? Downtown Philadelphia. Dude, that, like, did you guys have, like, do you have an inkling of this? Like, I know, I always see our boy Pinno going to these game things, and nope. this came out of left field. I was like, right next to Xfinity? Morning, what? Woke what? up this morning, and they we're going to get, we're going to get a fifth stadium down at the concourse, where, or, I'm sorry, fourth, where Citizens Bank Park, the Wells Fargo Center, the Link, like you said, Xfinity Live, that hub of, that uh, of South Philly, be stupid. that that mecca of Philadelphia sports is going to be joined by the first ever esports arena. Now, I don't like esports. Like, I'm not a big yeah, esports me, me, guy. You aren't, yeah. I'm not. I don't sit there and watch Overwatch. I've never watched the Philadelphia Fusion. Right. They're not my thing. I I watch individual streamers. I watch Twitch streams, speedrunning. Yeah. I watch. Uh, I watch like fighting tournaments, fighting in tournaments. Don't love the esports scene. However. Gotta respect it. Yeah. And gotta understand that Philadelphia is gonna become the hub for esports in the country. Which is crazy. And th- there are going to be other cities doing this yeah. now. Um, you gotta hope that esports is sustainable. Like by tomorrow it could be gone. Fifty million is no small expenditure. So And then they're they're building like another building of like a ten story um like a like an office for them too. I, I saw that on their plans too. For the fusion? Like it, it's all good. So it's like, you know, there Xfinity's there, there's the fusion. Ballpark yeah. flyers, and then like there was like, going to be like supposedly an office building of like a ten story office building like over there. So I guess everyone who kind of works at Comcast will be there. Man, FDR, like, dude, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> the traffic is going to be crazy. It already is crazy when there's games. Yeah, I, I, dude, but esports, I don't. I think the fusion just started, so like, they're what, not going two years ago. No, no, no. I mean like their season. Oh. I'm pretty sure their season just started like two weeks ago, so they're not going to interfere with. 
Uh, the Union, because the Union play in Chester. Yep. They're not going to interfere with the Flyers very much because they're over by April. Um, Stanley Cup's in June, so there's not too much overlap. Sixers are going to be hot for a couple so of years. So basically, there's always going to be traffic in South Philly. Um, <laughs> they're not going to interfere with the Eagles. So like the Phillies are going to be their, their yeah. main competitor for traffic, and the ballpark's going to be bumping for the next yeah. 13 years. Yeah. And that's a 45,000-seater. So you yeah, have We just signed a guy for $330 million. You have potential to have 60,000 people down there on a given Tuesday night. It sounds, I, I it think sounds like hell. I think fusions are on like the weekends, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But – I know, I know. Pino's gonna have. Oh, he he, 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 he was he lost his shit, and it, it's hey, people that love it. Of course, we're gonna support it, and it's cool to see like their joy in there. It's like, oh man, I, we know he loves and it. And listen, dude, it's it's more spotlight on our city. True, true. How are you gonna hate on it? Just unless you hate traffic. Unless our team loses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sekiro he Shadows died twice right. is out, and we have the review. All right, Sekiro. My evolves. next game I'm buying, by the way. Bullshit. You watch. I'm getting this game. All right, hundred percent. Right. Don't bet me you're going to lose it. I'm right. telling you you're going to lose the bet. Right. Sekiro evolves from softwares. Um, I'm sorry, evolves from softwares, from softwares, the company that made it, formula into a stylish, sleeth action adventure that naturally emphasizes precision and skills in its combat. It walks the line between deliberate and patient stealth and breakneck melee combat against threats both earthly and otherworldly. Its imaginative and flexible tools support a more focused experience that sh- uh, shaves down some of From Software's overly cryptic sensibilities without losing its air of mystery. Sekiro is an amazing new twist on a familiar set of ideas that can stand on its own alongside its predecessors. And by that, they mean like Dark Souls and Bloodborne. 85? 9-5. Oh, shit! Um, the same as Devil May Cry. People are on Twitter being little bitch babies about it, saying like, this game is so infuriatingly hard, I've quit already. Oh, I swear, I saw some guy post, it was on Twitter, I don't know if you saw, someone was like, I just picked up Sekiro, I cannot wait to play it in my Moisef game. Then it was like one hour later. Man, this game's hard as shit. It, 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 I just didn't think it was going to be like this. Then it was like two hours after that, I just traded in the game. The guy goes, bro, I thought it was your most hyped game ever. You traded in. Like, they just butchered this guy on Twitter. I yeah. was cracking up. People are freaking out saying it's like the hardest game they've ever played. It's like you knew what you were getting into. Good. I, I From software makes brutally hard games. So uh, when you buy it and when you beat it, when you beat it, and yeah. I have evidence, yeah. proof that you beat it, I got a little something for you. Oh, dude. Good luck. My boy. Yeah, because I just don't know if you're going to be able to beat it. I, I don't want you playing this easy mode shit either. I, I, you know, I'm, at least well, normal. I'll tell you when I get. The, I'll tell you later it. about that when I cry. But yeah. I'm on another mode of it, so yeah. it's hard as fuck. Are we getting upgraded switches this June? Jesus there was a there. We, we've heard before that we out. might be getting like a Switch Pro or a yeah. Switch Mini. But then the Wall Street Journal at like five o'clock, four o'clock this morning, because that's when I tweeted out about it. Uh, we don't. You don't sleep. Had said, no, I don't. Had said, uh, we're gonna get them this June, and one of them's gonna be a 1080p bigger screen experience called like a Switch Pro, and the uh, and the other one's gonna be a cheap, affordable. The Joy Cons don't. Get, it's gonna just, be the Switch attached. XL. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. The new. Exactly. The new, you the want? New I'm Nintendo telling you, Switch. it's gonna be that. Um, and it's gonna have no HD rumble. Uh, no, it's detachable Joy Con and only handheld. So no. I believe yeah. it takes away the purpose of owning a Switch. Yeah, so but, don't okay, don't get the Chibo version. Okay, next. Um, my thought is that you could probably still dock it and probably still play. But how do you feel? It about, might not come with. How the do you feel about that 1080? Don't give a fuck. Okay, so that that doesn't well, entice you to get it. If I want 1080, I play it on my TV. Okay, and then that's that's what I was going to get at. If if like I want a 1080 gaming, I'm not playing it on a 19 inch, not a, a nine 19, inch screen, a 10 inch screen, <laughs> a nine inch screen. Yeah. I'm playing it on a 65. Yeah. So like like Breath of the Wild, right? Like. 
I six eight. Uh, you want that on the big Pokemon screen. Sword and Shield, Mario screen, Odyssey. Yeah. So like, but Mario Tennis. Yeah, I'll play it in seven twenty on my little yeah. screen. I don't yeah. need Miles and Kilo. It's an indie game. Yeah. I, I am perfectly happy playing that in handheld mode. So for me, it does nothing. I actually don't know how much I buy into this. I think it's coming eventually. It's there's where there's smoke, but like this seems too detailed and really fast. Yeah. Super fast, super fast. That's going to happen at E3. Like, what are they going to do? At E3, they're going to say, oh, by the way, it's out now. Yeah. I can kind of see that Xbox did it once with a new 360. Um, Pre-orders available now. Like, I don't know. This seemed to be too on the nose for me. I think it's happening. I don't know if it's this specific. Yeah. So I would eventually prepare for it, but that does nothing. If the if there's like a Switch HD or bullshit, I mean, it's I'm, I'm, I, dude, I'm actually kind of glad to hear you say this. I, like seriously, I, I love my Switch. Yeah. Well, granted, it's cracked in two different places, yeah. and my, as long as it's not broke, and you my don't left, need one. and my left Joy-Con desyncs. But other than that, it's an awesome machine, and I'm I love. In other my, words, he's getting it. I love my original okay. dude. So I have no need. For he loves it. the original until he gets. The I XL. have no need for the XL. Whatever, whatever the Pro or yeah, XL yeah, will yeah. be, I have no need. Now, if it breaks, I'm not gonna buy a yeah. normal one. Yeah. I'm gonna buy. Of course, of course, yeah, of course, I want the best one. Uh, better Nintendo news. Yeah, Nindy's showcase announced. Dude, 18 new indie games. We were waiting for a, a Nindy showcase. Yeah. The uh, Nintendo UK does like an indie spotlight. People keep calling that an indie. It is not. Nindies are North America. We got one. It was 30 minutes long. It had some awesome announcements. It also had, I would say, 14 of these. It just weren't up my alley. Yeah. Um, but there were three announcements that are unbelievably hyped for me that I'm super jacked on. The first one being that... Again, the rumors of Microsoft and Xbox Live and Game Pass and all this stuff coming to the Switch is starting to be true because we're getting Cuphead, which was previously an Xbox console exclusive. It was also available on PC. Uh, is coming the to the Nintendo Switch with Xbox Live support. Microsoft came out and said, we're going to put Xbox Live support in this game. We're partnering up. We're teaming up. And we're going to leave Sony in the dust. Uh, but it is super cool to see companies working together. I always love that. Sony and Microsoft, Microsoft, Nintendo, whatever. Um, I love that idea. Cuphead is a gem of a game. We're going to get some cool new things in it, which is cool. Some Switch exclusive stuff. Um, it's hard as fuck. Yeah. I'm excited to play it again. That is a game I'm looking forward to. Then we got Blaster Master Zero 2. Blaster Master Zero is the first game I ever bought and played on Nintendo Switch. Was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess it was. Yeah. I bought technically. I bought one two switch first. Yeah, I was because I, I bought that before I bought a switch, but I didn't play it. I didn't even. That open was it. their first played game. Okay, I, uh, I I got my switch. It came with Legend of Zelda, so I got one two switch, Legend of Zelda, and nothing else. I turned on my switch. I went right onto the eShop, and the first thing I did was download a Blaster Master Zero. It was a launch title. It's made by our friends at Inti Creates. Yep. Um, they shadow dropped it. They're like, by the way, it's available in thirty minutes. Go buy it. It's ten bucks. That's awesome. A sequel to one of my favorite indie games on the Switch. Yeah. 10 bucks. Bla- more Blaster Master. Are you kidding me? The speed runs now, dude, to play both of them back to back. Speed yeah. run both in an hour and 10 minutes, maybe. Jacked up. I bought it. 10 bucks. I actually used some Nintendo points. I got it for 850. I Jesus. love it so far. It's more Blaster Master. It's Blaster Master in space, which is even cooler. Uh, I loved it. And then the third one Cadence of Hyrule. There's a game called Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Uh, a rhythm game. It's kind of a roguelike dungeon, dungeony type game. And 
they come out with a 16-bit girl kind of bopping around to the rhythm, doing her thing, fighting off you know monsters in a dungeon. And then all of a sudden you hear this beat because it is a music game. You hear this beat pick up and you're like, I know this song. And it's the Legend of Zelda theme song from Link to the Past. And all of a sudden, Link and Zelda show up. And they're doing a Legend of Zelda indie game called Cadence of Hyrule, which is a almost like a sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer, but with Zelda. What a crossover to see an indie, to see Nintendo say, here's our second biggest franchise outside of Super Mario yeah. Brothers. I'm not counting Smash. Here's our second biggest character, Link. Yeah. Take him. You're an indie developer. Take them. Do what you want. What? Yeah. We barely see shit like that. Yeah. We got some Mario stuff in Rocket League. We got Mario in uh, Minecraft. We got Mario plus Rabbids. We got Shovel Knight as an assist trophy. Oh, there's a few games. Smash. There's a few games. But, like, you never see this. Yeah. So that is so cool. They're the big three announcements. There were some other cool ones. There's another game where you're a shinobi or, like, a ninja and... It's a one-hit, one-kill. As you go through with your sword, if somebody shoots you, you can knock the bullet back at them. And kill That's pretty them. cool. That was pretty cool. Like I like that. I forget what it's called. Um, there was, so there were some cool announcements. It's a 30-minute Nindy showcase. Go check it out on YouTube. Awesome. And happening right now with PlayStation. They're having a state of play. It's March 25th at 5, which it's 5.30 right now. We will be talking about that on next episode. Yeah, this is like a Nintendo Direct style thing. Yeah. I don't even know. Maybe they're doing yeah, like we a, have no idea what, a panel. Some crazy news could have just dropped. As soon as this episode is done being edited, I'm going to watch it on YouTube. So, like, I'm psyched because the more people that take that Nintendo Direct style and say, we're going to give it directly to you, yeah. I'm, I'm hyped, dude. Let's yeah. let all of them do dude. that shit, man. It's awesome. Now, happening tomorrow, Microsoft announces the Indie Spotlight stream March 26th at noon. So that's even another direct style. I don't think this one's going to be more of a direct. I think the one, this one's going to be people sitting in a chair talking live. So yeah. I, I don't think this is a pre-recorded But it's still kind of cool. It's like Monday got PlayStation. Tuesday, here's Microsoft. Like, yeah. That's kind of cool. And last, what, Thursday, I think we got Nintendo. Nintendo. Wednesday, yep. we got yep. Wednesday, we got Nintendo. So in a week's time, all three of the big boys are doing specialized yeah. presentations awesome. for us. Can't complain. Tomorrow at noon. Konami announces three awesome video game collections. The first one's going to be Konami Arcade Classics. I think that one's 20 bucks coming in April. Um, just some fun Konami games. But now Konami decided to be a real video game company. And they're going to uh, release, we talked about it last week, was a Castlevania collection. Um, it was rated in an Australian ratings board. That was our news break. But now it's official. It's coming to the States this summer. It's got eight Castlevania games, including the first four, the three on NES and the fourth one from Super Nintendo. I have to think it's going to have Symphony of the Night, maybe Bloodlines. Super psyched that we're getting a Castlevania collection that's an instant buy. We're getting that on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch, and also a Contra collection, which is my wet dream. I don't know about you. When I was 15, <laughs> I was wet dreaming about I mean, Contra. That was, that, well, it wasn't mine. No, we're honest. getting the original Contra. We're getting Con Super C. We're getting... Uh, Contra 3 Alien Wars, and I can't remember the other one that they announced, and then four more games there. We're getting eight Contra games also coming to the Nintendo Switch. I can't believe it. Now, Castle Crashers Remastered? You got it. Okay. That a game. I, it, it just sounds like, it just seemed like a typo. It was Castle Crashers? That is the I, game title. I don't, I, don't, I don't recall that game. Uh, Castle Crashers Remastered has been announced for Switch, PS4, Xbox One. This was an indie darling before indie games were popular. Okay. So All right. Mix. I was like, dude, this doesn't look, so I looked at it, I was like, great, this doesn't look This great. is a PS3, <laughs> Xbox 360 era indie game. Like, indie games didn't really catch on until this generation. So, this was way ahead of its time. It's a four-player co-op beat 
beat 'em up where you're knights, you're different colored knights, but you're cartoon style knights. Um, and you like go around. Knight? I mean, kind of. It's more 16 bit, but like, think of like a, a beat 'em up, like Streets of Rage, okay, stuff yeah. like that. But you're. I was kn- thinking that with shovel knight. <laughs> <laughs> kinda, you're not wrong, but it's like a hilarious beat 'em up that you can play co-op with friends. I never got a chance to play anything more than level two i've only played the oh, first wow. two levels me and bill cunningham went Jesus. through it and we had to like go or something after the second level and we never played so it again. you would get this for switch because uh, it, it's, it for, it's switch ps4 and xbox one i get it for any any all okay, three of them doesn't matter this is gonna okay. be something i'm really looking forward to and something else i know you're looking forward get to it right get it right get it right february's mpd results are in all right he got excited all right the one i wanted to that's say. okay <laughs> is grand theft auto 5 <laughs> I hope, there's no way it is. So no way. The Nintendo Switch was the highest selling console of February. We love doing NPD. Awesome. Uh, it's my favorite part of the month Not because surprised. we get over the top ten selling games for the month. So we have February's in now. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto V has not been on the list yet in 2019. Thank God. So yeah, let's keep it going, baby. We're gonna see if we can keep that up or yeah. did Grand Theft Auto make its way back. Um, but number ten is Call of Duty Black Ops Four. So number 10, yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. The number 9 selling game for February was NBA 2K19. Number 8 was Metro Exodus. Number 7 was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So very nice for that game to come out in December. Still rocking yeah. it in February as a as a console exclusive. Uh, number 6, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Number 5, from Rockstar Games, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 4, Far Cry New Dawn. Number 3, Kingdom Hearts 3. Number 2. Sam, if I gave you... Devil May Cry? <laughs> that came out in March. Oh, it did. If I gave you... God of War? No, no. No. If I gave you five guesses, I, well, I, I don't I, think you'd get it. It came out this year. This year? Yes. It is not a game I would have expected to be the number two most selling game of Oh, years. Division 2. Uh-uh. That came out in March, too. I've only got two guesses left. Pokemon? That came out in November. Nope. It came out this year. That all came out this year. That was big. Are you ready? Jump Force. Oh my god. Oh, probably the hype. Yeah. I, I forgot about Jump Force. A lot of anime fans. Yeah. A lot of fans that want to... Like, dude, I, fighting if you game didn't fans, text me, I was going to buy the game. Fighting fans, right? Like fighting game fans and anime fans. Yeah. Like, so there's a huge contingency of people that wanted to play I it. hope they do a sequel, but do it better and figure out all these kinks. And number one, Anthem. So no, oh, okay. G- no Even, GTA pe- Five. People shit on the game, but it's still got number one. <laughs> it's a slow month. Let's call it what it oh, is. Oh Jesus! Jump Christ. Force was number two, and Smash was still number seven. All right, you're right. Let's see if I get it. Noob Cybot returns for Mortal Kombat 11. Trivia question: oh, Do you geez. remember who Noob Cybot? I have is? no idea who he's Noob the is. guy who's all shadow. He's just all black in Mortal Kombat. I don't even remember who that is. Really? Yeah. Um, Noob Cybot is the original Sub Zero, but he's dead. How about that? There's a little trivia for you. He's uh, uh yeah, he's I don't uh, like it. <laughs> I don't like uh, it at all. What's his name? Bai Chi Bub. Something. I can't remember his name, but he's the original Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat One, who was killed between MK One and MK Two, reanimated as a ninja shadow, a shadow ninja named Noob Cybot. Noob Cybot backwards is Boone Tobias. The creators of Mortal Kombat, Ed Boon, Ed Boon. and John Tobias. Oh, wow. Just a little Mortal Kombat yeah. trivia for you out there if you didn't know, but Noob Saibot is back for MK11. Did I mean, you I guess see that's his cool. fatality? I did not. I did not. So he can like turn into another person. He can like clone himself because he's a shadow. His fatality. His, he, uh, 
grabs you, brings you in, slices your stomach, right? Yeah. Your intestines are starting to fall. Yeah. He puts his hand into your stomach. And rips them out. No. No, no, no. And when he puts his hand in your stomach, he summons his shadow guy, who then comes out your mouth oh, and rips wow. you in half. That's pretty cool. It was fucking okay. vicious. Maybe I give him a chance it now. Was he, rede- he redeemed he was himself. My I just don't like his name, Noob. I don't like that name, he Noob. He was my main I do not like fighter in MK9. He was not in MKX, so he's actually returning to this game after eight years off. I mean, that, so. that's pretty cool, I guess. I just to get a new first name. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum. <laughs> you missed Oh, the character. Shang Tsung as well is back. Shang, who the hell is Shang Tsung? The Emperor, the main boss from the first game. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, he's back oh, as okay. well, but he's a DLC character. So they've announced their first DLC character, which I hate because I hate when you announce DLC yeah. before it comes out. Although Smash did it. But, um, but, and but Shang Tsung is, is in it. Well, so. that's cool, I guess. Lord of the Rings Gollum Adventure game to be released in 2021. Another game I don't need. This didn't... Did, I, I didn't even like Gollum. Like, that would I be like the Gollum. last game I'd ever buy. <laughs> well, I, I still haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's a shame. Although you're that's me that a shame. Should. The Two Towers is the best. It's right there in watch that it, dude, bucket, watch right it. there. The second one is all the best. three of them on Blu-ray. Right Third's there. Good. You think I with four months off? You think I uh, yeah, I'm, yeah dove in? I still got six days. You better watch it. I'm not going to. I know. Let's do our music uh, section. This is just one story. It's our top three. Um, in light of uh, there's one show, Blink One Eighty Two, Enema of the State, turning twenty because we love that record. We grew up with that record. That record speaks to us. They're doing. They're gonna play it. Blink as new Blink, not Tom coming back. Blink's gonna play it in its full in April in California at a festival, Playing which is Philly. cool. But um, I wish they'd play it at the Warp Tour that they're gonna be. At that would be on awesome. the Atlantic City Boardwalk. Oh, but, that would be awesome. Yeah, but still not Tom. Yeah, and that, still that, Skiba. Yeah. I'm just happy I saw you Blink once. All the, I don't want to see Blink live with Skiba. I saw them once, all three original guys. Like, I saw you Blink, saw so I'm happy. One time I saw Blink, so I saw them in 2002. They had the word fuck in fire behind I them. I believe it. It was at Tweeter, as a matter of fact. It was in Camden. And New Found Glory opened for them. Oh, Fantastic. that was a good show. Uh, my brother yelled at me because I told a guy to fuck off. And oh, in 2002, I was 12. So back to the good old days. I can days. understand where he was yeah. coming from. He was a good brother. Yeah. So what we're doing is our top three songs off of Enema of the State. Yeah, my number three. I always loved Adam's song. It was it was a, yeah it was depressing. A, a very depressing song spoke about a lot of. But it had like, a great message. It, 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 a, a, a true message that I still love. Every time I hear it, I, I don't think I still use something. A song comes on randomly, you skip it. I always will listen to Adam's song. I'm actually like playing yeah, my I, head I'm hearing it in my head. So yeah, uh, my number three is going away to college. Uh, no, okay, number one, I love all these songs. There's the whole yeah, record's fantastic. Yeah. I actually, this is almost an unskippable record. Yeah, um, actually, is an unskippable record. So let's like not dwell on the fact that there are no bad yeah, songs. Yeah, I record. just wanted to just that we love all these yeah, songs. But uh, going away to college, and it's not the song is my f- third favorite, not because of Enema of the State. It is my third favorite because of the live, well, pseudo live version they did in the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, which is still my favorite yeah. Blink record. And my uncle bought that for me after my parents told him not to. So, go like, for go, go for, for him. him. Go, my, go ahead, Unc. He was my bass playing, like, rad-ass Unc. He actually awesome. listens to this show. He bought me a cr- present two Christmas ago. It said, oh. like, this is why I speedrun or something awesome. like that. Awesome. That's a cool. T-shirt. Like, so if you still listen to this two years later, Shout Pat, out to you, Uncle Shout Pat. out to you, dude. Um, but you bought me this record after my dad told me not to buy it. So, yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. But going with college is great. Uh, I love it. Number two, all the small things. Yeah. How many times have we heard it on the radio, listened to it on our cassettes? If you guys don't know what cassettes are, look them up. 
But yeah, all the small things, I loved it. I, yeah, I don't think you have to go into much. You don't, dude. Like in my one, you don't like. I can just say the song. Like, yeah, I could. I say it. Uh, my number two is Dysentery Gary. Um, a good song. I like two it. two reasons, right? Number one, it was the first song from Blink because Green Day was the first, and DMX. They were the first two artists that I listened to that were. That's funny. My, my, that's risque, like mine too. Is DMX that were, that were like yeah. risque with language. Yeah. Um, but the first Blink song I ever heard that was like more comedic. And had fucking curse words and shit in it was this song. Um, and number two, because up until my teenage years, I had no idea what dysentery was and I yeah. never could pronounce it right. He so I used to can. call it, I used to call it <laughs> Dynasty Gary. Oh, wow. That's funny. Up. So I, I always have a connection yeah. to, to dysentery Gary. I, I only have one. My number one, it's what's my age again? I have a connection. Yeah. It came out. April, right before my birthday, yeah. and that's when I got the cassette. And, and oddly enough, what's my age again? And he gets it for his birthday, where he turns a new age. That's touching. What is that? The one, the video? Is that when they run naked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of years since yeah. I've seen it. And all the small things they do, like the parody of the Backstreet Boys at the airport. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Shit, I haven't seen that one forever. Yeah, uh, my number one. It's towards the end of the record. It's Mutt. Great, great song. Like, uh, I, dude, there is no bad one. Like, right. I can listen to every song and sing it. And like. Yeah, I totally admit that growing up, like, I liked things that were contrary to popular belief. Yeah. Like, everybody loved What's My Age Again and all the small things. Yeah. To me, yeah. they were played out. So yeah. they were never my favorite songs. Yeah. Like, Jimmy Eat World. What's the first song you think of? I, o- I only know that the song. The middle, yeah, right? that's all I know. Right, exactly. I never listened to it like that. So, for me, it's Sweetness. Yeah. And, like, even though that that song had a but video. But see, for me, but like, I always loved Dude Ranch. So, Dude Ranch was the, was the cassette that I yeah. used to go. Like, I think I listened to Dude Ranch. Maybe just as much, if not more, yeah. than Emma in the state. Uh, Take off your pants and jacket that is probably great. my most spun Blink record. Uh, Mark, Tom, and Travis show yeah. is my favorite, just for yeah. like the little funny comedic skits they did in between it. Not and a fan like, of neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not a fan of the self-titled Blink. album. Yeah. Blink there's like, there's, like, there's like there's like two good songs. I didn't like like I think Miss You is completely overrated. I I, I like that. Song. I, I think it's I love the bass hook in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's good. Dude, it's just good. I love it. Uh, but Enema of the State is a fantastic, f- amazing record. And I'll tell you, man, for the last couple of days since you and I decided this was the top three, it's been in my ears like constantly. Yeah, I've been just jamming out to it's it. Good. In bed I'm, glad, I'm glad we picked it. <laughs> so it's happy. I'm happy to have this record back in our lives. And I bet you that multiple years. people are going to go listen to this record from this 20 years you owe yourself to go back and give it a listen let's get into the comic stuff sam sam spotlight your new segment yeah a little second segment I, i'm going to try to bring like somewhat of a theme if i can for each book or each story i bring and you know since kind of we were you know obviously we saw titans we saw doom patrol so i brought dc presents number 26 it's the first appearance of the new teen titans to preview by marv woman and george perez who created you know, obviously, the first appearance of Raven, Cyborg, and Starfire is this issue. I have it in 9.8 white pages. Marvel and Story, Jim Starlin and Steve Mitchell art. It's a Jim Starlin cover. It's a you know, sweet cover of Superman and Green Lantern kind of holding like a kryptonite kind of over Superman kind of thing. Um, Stop it, Green Lantern. Your kryptonite is killing me as the speed yeah. level. So it you know, came out in, in October 1980. Um, obviously, the first appearance of Raven, Cyborg, Starfire, which I, I still think this book has room to grow. That's kind of why I picked this up. There's only 366 9.8s on the census, and there's surprisingly, there's two 9.9s on the census, which is very rare. I've never seen this book in a 9.9, so whoever has it, it's probably locked in a vault somewhere. 
<laughs> also, thanks to Dom for letting me use your GPA analysis website, brother. I Only it. 50 cents when it came out. And this book is now worth. Well, I, I would say the book's probably worth anywhere from seven to 800. You know, and, and it could, I think it could still has plenty of room to grow. Like, look at that, man. It's a Daisy 840 BB gun ad it, on the, the back. Sometimes the back are the best. You see some awesome ads on the like, back. So if you want to learn more about Daisy, the BB gun, you can write into Kitty at Daisy yeah. Manufacturing <laughs> Company, P.O. Box 220 in Rogers, Arkansas. Like, that yeah. is so <laughs> effing cool, man. And, and kind of how you first – when you first kind of see Raven, Cyborg, and Star, like Starfire, their first appearance in comics, it actually happens of a dream that Robin has. You come to find out that Raven is showing Robin a vision of the future in a dream, which Mm. I just thought that was like perfect. Like sets up Raven perfectly. It sets up basically the Titans. I think this is is a super undervalued. It was my second time actually owning the book. I had to sell my previous book to pay for another book, and around around it goes. But I just felt like something was missing. I had to have this. Also answers the burning question of whatever happened to Sargon the Sorcerer. If people were wondering about him. It's just – it's really, really cool, man. Like it's approved by the Comics Code Authority. Like I, I love that. And it looks – and it's in a CGC. It's in, in a brand new label, white page. It's a new stand edition because yeah. not all these have that barcode, barcode there yeah. on the front. So to me, it, it, it's, it's – a. I know you talked about a couple 9.9s out there, but how rare is a 9.8? I, I would say a 9.8 white pages is it's, – it's pretty rare. I mean I have an only 377. Like it seems like – or 366, excuse me. It seems like a lot, but like you could have like – Booster Gold, for instance. Mm-hmm. I have that book, and it's like, I think there's 799 eights on the sense. Like, you know, there's so 300 to 700, like, it varies. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't, like, this book, I see a shit ton of nine sixes. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the senses, like, nine sixes, I think there was like 800. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, that little point means a lot. Sure. And now, then, now last week, you had mentioned that you got that, uh, that book via auction. How'd you get this book? This one I actually got from uh, York Comics, uh, Yorkville Comics on Instagram. Matt, he's the man. He hooked me up. He's actually who I got um, a few books from. But he always gives me a good deal. He actually sent me this book before I even sent him a dollar. Just because the re- relationship that we made through Instagram and kind of just he, he trusts me, knows who I am. I, you know, I always pay people the day I tell you I'm going to send you some money, you're going to get paid. And he's just like, I trust you. We dealt with past. I know you're not going to beat me. And I was like, shout out to Matt, Yorkville Comics. Great guy. That's awesome. I love this spotlight, man. Yeah, I think it's a good way to, to just show first appearances or stories that people are unfamiliar with. Yeah, and I love that you kind of dove into what the actual book is about too because there were a couple people that had texted me um, and one person that actually said it to me out loud last week of, hey, I love this new spotlight that you guys are doing. Um, would love to hear more about the book itself, like what happens. Okay. So okay. that's, that's so I, cool. I did peek in yeah. a little bit. So I'll do a little I bit like more that. digging like that. I okay. like that. I'll that's do a little pretty bit cool. more. Uh, we also have a story in comics. Joe Sinat is retiring from Marvel after 69 years. The man is 92. Dude, and he, take our he, ages. He, 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 and st- he still it. loves it. Okay. Just, dude, I, I just, I did some digging for Joe. Dude, number one, he is the rated the number one anchor in the world, like the best anchor. Even Stan Lee had interviews saying that. People were fighting who would ink their work. That he had to – he's like, there's no way I'm going to please everyone. So he basically had to rotate and find like a good good thing. He's like, there's, he said, there's no way I'm going to please everyone because everyone wants Joe. He goes, I can't give everyone Joe. It's like to have everyone to come after you like that, like that is such an honor. To do stories like he did Journey into the Mystery 83, the very first appearance of Thor. He How he was found out by Stan was Red Warrior. He, Stan Lee was basically paying him to do it, loved him, and then eventually just kind of brought him up. He did Marvel, he did Timely Comics, he did Atlas Comics, 
He did a boatload of Silver Age. He did Avengers, Thor, Strange Tales, Tales of Suspense. You name it, this guy did it. He is all over Marvel. And, and I think DC, Marvel, Image, whoever you are, I still think the best anchor to date is Joe Sennett. That is, what a, what a career. 69 years. God bless you, sir. You deserve all the retirement you need. I just love the fact that somebody stays somewhere for 60, Dude, their whole career. So eventually he worked at Marvel, but then he just worked from home. So he did everything at home and just loved drawing, loved doing what he did. And then well, I even made a note. Let me see if I, I, if I wrote that somewhere. Okay. Marvel always gave him – like this was actually an interview. I watched an interview with him. He goes, Marvel always gave me credit. They called me an embellisher. It means that he added to the pencils. Like that, and that's very high praise to come in. And to have here everyone, the Stanley, everyone said that they wanted Joe. That's that's awesome. So we're gonna do our Patreon shoutouts for the week, um, and then we have uh, our picks of the week. So thank you very much to Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram, Darren Monroe, Jay Sanford nine four eight two, Mike Forward, Sam Reimer, Twitch.tv slash My Knife Your Life, and also our new patron. Our new $1 patron, Ryan Roselio. I know it costs five a month to get a shout out, but you're a new patron. Yeah. Dude, thank Dude, you so thank much you. for joining the Patreon. Every dollar, we really, every really, dollar counts. Thank really you. Really appreciate it. So that is our Patreon shout outs for the week. Uh, let's go ahead and do our picks of the week. Devil May Cry 5. I beat it already <laughs> once. I beat it already once. Yeah. I'm on Son of Sparta mode. Okay. It is hard as F. I heard that that was a new mode in uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. No, number one, that's been around <laughs> way before. So after I be, if I can beat it, you get Dante Mustaimo, which is probably going to be bananas. But me and Matsu are already talking. Like, I don't know how we're going to beat 17, 18, 19, 20, because they were hard as shit on normal. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine. I almost just spilled a huge. Thank God it's. Spoiler. I, I just caught myself. Um, This kind of game starts out. You come to find out that this. Looked like a dying demon kind of comes up and rips off Nero's devil bringer arm. And then he kind of disappears with this Yanto and goes into like another dimension thing. And then you just kind of follow this, I don't want to say journey, but you're trying to get to the edge of this route and find out what's going on here. And you, you kind of, you start out using Nero, then you switch to this guy V. Eventually you do get to Dante. You just have to wait a little bit, but I, it's well worth it. Um, Number one, it's sold. Over two million copies in two weeks, which is always a good. It'll sign. probably be number one for March when March NPD comes out. I'd have to imagine. Uh, and I was talking to the, like I, me and uh, Alex stopped in GameStop, and me and the guy were kind of talking about the game, and he was like, "Oh, it's my favorite game so far this year. I love it." But yeah. I was like, "Good, I'm glad ML- I'm not the only freak." MLB the show comes out tomorrow, which has Bryce Harper on the cover, mm-hmm. and then Yoshi's Crafted World comes out Friday, which I'm per- I'm buying. I yeah. have a sixty dollar gift card to Best Buy, so I'm going to go buy it. Um, but it's March 29th, so I don't think there's enough days in March for yeah. it to take over. So I'm thinking DMC when we go to the uh, NPD for March. Takes it. Cries I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. It game, it, 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 it's funny. Maybe the Division Two, actually. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about that game. But it, it, the game it, graphics were great. It played great. You had so many combos to choose from. Like I was getting just triple A's, just style, just because you have so much like to use. Mm-hmm. And then when you beat the game, like I'm on another mode so i'm upgrading all my skills now and you obviously you keep your rollover so all your weapons all your items are all kind of very strong mm-hmm. i i can't wait to i pray to god i beat it this weekend it's going to be tough man i'm on mission 15 we'll see what happens so my pick of the week is a little bit of a cop-out because i wanted to surprise you with my own devil may cry five 
No, lies. <laughs> no, I haven't bought it yet. Uh, my pick of the week is still definitely a cop-out. This Thursday, technically it was last week, on March 20th, it was a two-game series in Japan. It is MLB opening week. Okay. We have opening yeah. day for baseball oh, well, it- this Thursday, where the Fight and Phils kick off their 162-game campaign against the Atlanta Braves at home. Yeah. So Bryce Harper's Phil- Bryce Harper's Phillies debut will be at home in front of 45,000 plus fans. I cannot wait for some Phillies baseball. So anyway, yeah, March 28th this Thursday is opening day. I'm psyched. It's it's, it's going to be good to be back. That was episode. But first, go Sixers. That was that they're playing tonight yeah. after a tough loss to the Hawks. By the other day. That was a yeah, tough loss. Uh, they didn't deserve to even be in that game. Uh, th- that was episode 127. So yeah, it's a couple days late. Thank you for hanging in there. We appreciate it. Um, it'll be posted a little later tonight. So you're probably hearing this Tuesday morning, maybe late Monday night if you're a late uh, night owl. Uh, but we'll be back this Saturday for episode 128. We cannot wait to do it. I'm sure a bunch of crazy shit's going to happen. And we're going to have a full recap of the PlayStation State of Play and the Microsoft Indie Showcase. And we'll be back uh, with that on Saturday. So we'll see you this weekend with episode 128. Jackpot! So Network has a brand new Patreon. That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign up for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the TeePublic store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.